What's in store for your business this week at Staples? Cases and cases of confidence. Staples can help give you the confidence that your business is ready for the year ahead with all the supplies you need. Like paper. And right now, when you buy a 10-ream case of Staples multipurpose paper, you get one free. So you can be confident you're ready for whatever business comes your way. Buy one case of Staples multipurpose paper, get one free. Now at Staples, where there's a whole lot in store. In store only, limit 10. Valid through 1519. Let's face it, with Will Strayhorn and friends, real people, real topics, real talk. What's up? Thanks for tuning in to Let's Face It with Will Strayhorn and friends. It is Wednesday. June 28th, I'm coming to you from WODU Studios, live on the campus of Old Dominion University. I'm in the studio with two beautiful women. Yes. Welcome back to the show, Miss Caprice Elmore. Hey, boo. Hello, hello. Hey, what's going on? How you been? I've been good. And we also have a new one to the show. We have a virgin to the show. Please help me (laughs) welcome to the show Dr. Trina Coleman. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Heard a lot about you from my brother and from Nikki. Both speak very, very highly of you, so I'm excited to have you on the show. I'm excited to be here. How's everybody's week going? Everybody they call this, what, hump day, right? Hump day, wild hump out day. Wednesday, weekday service. Uh, I mean, weekday, <laughs> you're right, <laughs> you're right, you're right. <laughs> I left a lot of people to get ready to go to church. I'm That's like, well, right, I gotta whatever show you, w you want to use, it's today. Right, right. How's everybody's week going so far? It's going good. I'm good. doing adult stuff, though, this week. Really? Yeah. Okay. What's adult stuff? What is that? Work? Work? Okay. Oh, wonderful. Right. You know, as a matter of fact, we're going to go ahead so that people can know how fabulous you are. So, Dr. Trina Coleman, now this is what got me. How does it feel to be the second of only five African-American female PhDs in this, get this now, theoretical, high-energy, particle physics? What is that and what made you want to get into it? <laughs> it was not something that I was planning based on that statistic. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know about that statistic until about last year. Um, high energy physics is looking at particles as they interact with each other mm-hmm. on a subatomic le- level. So we learn about atoms and schools and stuff. I'm looking at parts that make up atoms. Okay. I'm not the experimental side. Those are the the people that do the experiments. I'm the mathematical side oh. that analyzes the data. Okay. So that's the theoretical side of it all. So you you like math all all along coming up. You okay. See math is what gets me. That's what's keeping me from the G R E. The math part. That what is it? The quantitative part. Math isn't keeping you from the G R E. What is it? <laughs> You keep it. All right. Well, that's coming up in our discussion. So that. So you are a modern day. uh, What's the name of that? The movie that was out. Hidden figures. With Taraji, you're just all all on the 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 blackboard doing all them numbers. So you're the modern day. Lord. Uh huh. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Every time I kept looking at it during the movies, only thing I kept thinking of was the Big Bang Theory. I know. Yeah. <laughs> because he said he knows nothing about he just read the script. Uh-huh. He, he don't know anything about the math. Uh-huh. But every time I look at that, I think about them, it's like, oh, and it's you just know so what much. The thing about it is, though, the Big Bang Theory made being a nerd sexy and trendy. 
right, mm-hmm. right. Everybody wanted to be a geek and <laughs> exactly. sexual and nerdy once the Big Bang show got mm-hmm. uh, popular. But um, yeah, back to the uh, hidden figures. I met Miss Catherine. She's awesome. The yeah. old ladies are awesome. Yeah, so, um, yeah. Yeah, and that's the, the thing I want to talk about by HBCUs. We'll get to that part later. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I'll go ahead and ask my question for yeah. you. Why do you say math literacy must be the focus with students today? Well, math is the foundation mm-hmm. for learning other things. And so if they can't do math proficiently, then even if you want to be a business major, mm-hmm. you still need to know a level of mathematics. you got to pass that statistics. Ooh, I was about to say yeah. that. <laughs> statistics is something else. Mm-hmm. Like sexy hot topics now. STEM <laughs> and right. The foundation of STEM is math. Foundation of science is math, technology, um, and engineering. So, math literacy is key. Also, being able to make sure you can count your money mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. make investments, <laughs> make your money grow. Uh-huh. And the thing that I use as an example is that people think a million dollars is a lot of money, but yeah. I mean it's. Comfortable, but as soon as you spend that first penny, dollar, <laughs> that first penny, you're not a Right. Understand where your deductions are going and mm-hmm. all of those things like that. So even as a fundamental, even if it's not something that you want to go into as a career, being able to have that keep foundation up with your money mm-hmm. and also other things is key. Well, I have a quick question. Mm-hmm. It's not on these questions, but no, the, the question yeah. is why is math such a taboo in the African American community when we ha- we usually back in the days, took nothing and bought so much to feed a family of 9, 10, 11 kids. But, you know, they had like $5 and they stretched it out. But yet, we all scared of math. Are you talking about me? No, I mean, me too. I mean, it it took me hard to get through statistics because I didn't didn't know the foundation. After algebra, I didn't want to know anything else. You should Mm -hmm. take a yoga class while you're taking math. Relax and breathe. (laughs) Really? People get all bent out of Mm -hmm. shape Take a math math course, yeah. (laughs) Why do you think it's such taboo for us? Because um, there are a couple things. Um, Our students have been conditioned to to think that being an honor roll student or being a smart Mm. student is not something that plays well with the peer group. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they don't want to be the one getting good grades. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the things that's the issue. The other one is Mm-hmm. I don't do math. You know, like it's a good thing to be advertising. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's like that. I don't use the and I brush my teeth. I'm proud. I'm <laughs> really funky in my armpit. 
But we know how to stretch a dollar, though. But we know how to stretch. We knew how to stretch a dollar. Mm-hmm. That was before we got into that entitled, materialistic, make it rain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, true, <laughs> true, true, true. Because back then, people had two outfits. They had a church outfit and they had a school outfit. Mm-hmm. And that's all they had. It wasn't like I need the Wednesday Jordans and the Friday right, Jordans right. and the church Jordans. It wasn't none of that. It wasn't all back then. <laughs> so that's what the difference is. What so it's it's been a long time. This isn't also on the question, but it's been a long time since I've been in high school. But don't now they have like STEM related s- specific schools? They actually do. They do. They okay. Have, um, academies. Well, in Hampton, they have different disciplines that are focused on in each of the high schools. So that if you're more interested in like technology and graphics mm-hmm. or something like that, you can go to a particular school. If you're more interested into it with Mm-hmm. So, you know, and then they roll it all into one bucket, STEM. STEM is not one thing. Mm-hmm. STEM is all four of those things. It's Science, just an acronym. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So exactly, wow. That's that's what the issue is, Ooh. as I see it. And Jeez. I'm always right. You're always right. Okay, <laughs> okay. So, and then another thing is, I've always heard, and it might be true, it might not be true, um, that usually if you are really good at math, then you're not that good at English. Because I'm a person who I reign supreme <laughs> in English for math. For some reason, even though when I took statistics, I got an A in it because I knew I had to get my degree. So yeah. I was in the library. I had tutors and everything. I and I got it, but it, it didn't come easy to me at all. I had to do like 200% to yeah. get it. But English just comes natural to me. I, writing and all, comprehension, all of that comes easy for me. So you, have you ever heard that? And was that true? Was that a, a myth that um, I used for I, an excuse? I have not done research. <laughs> but I will say I can speak for myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. The and the thing about it is, I think that the English side is more subjective. Okay. It, there's a lot of wiggle room for mm-hmm. interpretation. And math is cut and dry. It's either right or it's wrong. Right. It's either going to balance or it's not, right? Exactly. Okay. So, yeah, there are different ways that you can express yourself with English, and there are different points of view that you can have on a particular topic. There are different ways that I could read what you've written. Exactly. To both of us, so. Math is just there. It's either wrong, you're wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically, or you're right. Well, what, yeah. at what grade and age did you realize math was it for you?
So did you fall into physics? Because when I was young, I didn't say I want to be <laughs> yeah. a physics. We know when I got older. What made you decide that, okay, this is what I'm getting my degree in. This is what I want to be. Right. And you said something's happening to gifted students in schools. What, what's your theory on what's happening, or what have you seen? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, in that GRE and in that standardized <laughs> test, I'm against that too. What are we gonna do about it? <laughs> Not, Not yours. I thought about it. <laughs> Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and being one of those students at one point in time, knowing that I got special attention mm-hmm. because I was the head of my class most of the time, I'm like, okay, I'm finished with this. What, I need to do something else. So my teachers had the flexibility to give me different work. Okay. Now these teachers have a stringent curriculum that they have to follow in That's order true. to have these students take these tests at the end of the school year. And uh, the Because they have because to. of these standards yeah. and this common core and all this other stuff. So my thing is, where are these students? They're mixed. They are caught up in the mix right now. Exactly. And, and being able to identify them is important and, and kind of lure them out of the crowd and, and try to figure out a way to help them develop their talents yeah. and their skills and be the next Captain Johnson or oh. I hope so. I hope so. That yeah, sounds good to me. It is. I remember um, I was a substitute teacher last year, which I, I enjoyed it. And um, I, you know, taught a substitute teacher for the regular classes. And um, I remember I had a physics class for a full week. And the teacher went away. I, he was a, you know, military has to do with his uh, reserve duties. And he left all the work. But, you know, sometimes the kids run out of work. Now, when I was in the regular class, you know, them kids was out of control. You know, I'm trying to mentor them and everything. Else. But the physics kids, they was had magnets. It was like, it was, I, I was almost like boring to sit there all week because they did themselves. They was quiet. It was like six kids in the class, one African-American person. Mm-hmm. And um, they was just going at it. You know, they did their work. They did their test. They was quiet. And then they went and whatever the teacher had, and they had magnets and trying to figure out why this and this. I'm like... Mm-hmm. Is this, this what y'all do all week? This is boring. <laughs> Talk. Somebody do something. Walk out the class. Something. Mm-hmm. Do what I'm used to. But 
That was, I don't know if that was the boarders class I substitute all week. There was good students, but they was, they was doing other stuff, trying to fix stuff and right. see why this work and that work. I'm like, okay. It's the intellectual equivalent yeah. of what men do when they push the button and push the button. <laughs> what is this button do? <laughs> what is this button do? That's what they want to fix. Hey, some of these kids, yeah, I said men. Hey, I heard you. Are, are I heard you. Mm-hmm. They're curious. Yeah, that's, so yeah. Exactly right. I'm like, what are y'all doing? But yeah. But yeah, but it's it's the natural curiosity in them that wow. makes them want to go and do those things. So you you're looking at them like, what are y'all doing over there? But they are actually using their critical yeah. thinking and analytical skills, which is another thing that most students are not doing now, and that's partially also because of these standards, and they're not given that time to be able to use critical thinking skills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you a native here? What school you went to? What high school? Beavis. Beavis. Okay. So okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> now you coined the the phrase "academic blue blood." I did. Okay. So, so what does that mean? And tell us about the academicblueblood.com. You were on the site? Okay. My degree technically is math. Quantum theory is a subcategory of math. Okay. So they had me on the screen. So I looked at myself, then I clicked my link, and my advisor was there. Then I clicked his, his advisor, and so forth. It's part of the family tree. Mm-hmm. So then I got in the tree deep, and I started seeing famous people. I'm like, <laughs> what? What? I was linked directly to these famous mathematicians and physicists. So at that point in time, I'm like, I'm royalty. So that's where the academic blue blood came oh, from. So okay. that's why I use that Oh, term. academic blue blood. Okay, yeah. I get it now. Yeah. The bloodline, the yeah. bloodline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To a, a fake, I mean, a, a royal queen or okay. a prince or something. That's like nice. That. So that's my academic I need to see if blood. I'm on there, Will. <laughs> yeah, you do that. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see if I'm on All this right. academic well, blue Well, everybody, blood. You, you see how fabulous <laughs> Dr. Trina Coleman yeah, is. Yeah, we'll talk about my website later. Like, yes, we... We will. We will. We actually um, towards the end, and then talk about some more things. Exactly. Hope because you have some other topics you want to talk about mm-hmm. pertaining yeah, to education. <laughs> and you know what? That can help me with my first hot topic, which really isn't a hot topic, but it's something I want to discuss. Uh-huh. I, I think I know the answer, but I keep you know how you keep going through everybody until you get the answer. To somebody that agrees with you. Mm-hmm. So this is my question. Okay, so I come from a family of people who are educated, and that education is high on their roster of things to do in their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if you're a fair person I need to talk to. <laughs> so my mom's biggest regret in life, biggest regret, she said, is that she didn't go through with her master's degree. Mm-hmm. She always said, I'm going to come back, but then she had a family, and she never did it. My brother, you know, he is everything. He mm-hmm. got his tenure from um, University of Ten- Tennessee in record time, has a mm-hmm. Ph.D. in law school, Done all that. So education, of course, he's like, you need to go and do it. Mm-hmm. My situation is I want to be in journalism. Most people in journalism, I've talked to people like Barbara Sierra and everybody, they say, you know, you just need uh, 
a bachelor's degree mm-hmm. in, in journalism or masters um, in mass communications, and then the rest of your advancement is through experience, through time served, things that you do. Mm-hmm. Now, my mom and them are saying, because I was like, ever since I graduated, which has only been, what, two months? <laughs> yeah, I've been panicking because I can't find a job. <laughs> I need to go get another degree mm-hmm. or something. So um, I was like, I need to go back and get my master's degree. And they were like, yeah, that's definitely what you need to do um, because it's going to open up more opportunities, blah, 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 and it's a good plan B. But I don't know if I want a plan B because I'm really passionate about what I'm doing. Um, but then again, I don't want to do like I, because I went to school back in 89. Was in here mm-hmm. and, and make up for 22 years. When the economy went down is when I went back to school. So this is really my plan B, going mm-hmm. back to school now. I don't want a plan C. So I really want to do all, but I don't want to wait like 10 years and this hasn't done what I wanted to do. And then I'm 60 and I'm one of the, the <laughs> lady that was in my class. I don't want to yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do you think about, you know, should I go get that master's degree or should I put all my energy into my passion? What are you going to do with the degree? And you see, my master's degree wasn't even pertaining to what I'm doing. My master's degree was in learning design and technology. Because my, my love, my passion is teaching. I use this as a platform for teaching. Um, so I was going to help build teaching programs, mm-hmm. educational programs mm-hmm. for businesses, part of their corporate education in schools, mm-hmm. um, like probably in STEM, mm-hmm. helping build the educational programs for them to work. That was going to be okay. my master's program, okay. which um, would still use my communications degree just on a different side. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be media related. I think that passion is important. Okay. Um, Oh, okay. And um, I'm impatient, so it takes me years to do research and come up with a solution. I want, I mm-hmm. want it right now. Yeah. So that's why I'm passionate about teaching. I'm mm-hmm. passionate about technology mm-hmm. and some of the other things that I do because I can see right now. And also, I like working with students. Mm-hmm. And um, I like working with students that want to learn. Don't do it. Okay. You will, if you want it, you will go after it. And if you're comfortable where you are, then be where you are and hone and develop your current yeah. passion. And also, I like your idea about uh, working with curriculum building and using your journalism skills in that regard. We're going to talk about that after the show. Okay. I, well, okay. I, I, think, okay. I think you're right. I mean, Doctor, I, I follow you because um, I say purpose and passion over paper. Okay. Absolutely. That's my thing because oh, we gotta take it to tr- God. Don't need your degree to get you where you need to get you anyway. He True. don't use degrees. Right. He used you and what you were actually designed to do. Mm-hmm. So if you were designed to this and designed for this, I always believe your purpose is what you do easily every day. And this is what you do effortless. Yeah. That's so true. This is what you're supposed to do. Okay. Anytime you gotta work hard to do something, uh-huh. that's not what you're oh, supposed to do. 
Okay. Don't forget, our lives are rerun to God. Uh-huh. He was he's, a, exactly. he's the Alpha and Omega, the beginning, and so he already formed before our, our lives was here. Yeah. So when we were born, we're just walking it out. We are just doing a playback for him. Yeah, yeah. I don't think the paper is really. I mean, I have a master's in public administration. But my bachelor's was in legal studies. My associate's was in paralegal. I mean, it's like it was all over the place uh-huh. because I thought I was going to stay in the law field. Uh-huh. I'm just an advocate. Mm-hmm. So I'm an advocate for people. So my master's is really not useful. Uh-huh. I'm paying back a student loan that I really could have waited to get. Uh-huh. You know, and, and I was putting so much emphasis on that degree that I'm paying back to me what somebody else wanted. Uh-huh. But I got to pay the burn of it. Okay. Your health will suffer if you are in something that's that stressful. Uh-huh. And um, the passion and the paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, passion and purpose away. over I, paper. That's I right. away from commas and zeros. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that feel, yeah. yeah. Everything I was liking, then I saw a scam, I said, okay, what's the next? <laughs> last year. When I really? Uh-huh. Before I started my own business, yeah. I walked away from the city. Oh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Because I'm following my passion now. Because your degree, people think your degree is supposed to dictate how much you're supposed to make. Well, well I'm supposed to make five hundred thousand dollars because I have a PhD. But if I'm not passionate about it, <laughs> but I'm if, that's yeah. just a, you know. Uh-huh. But if I'm not passionate about it, I'm just sitting there collecting the money, but I'm not getting no joy in it. Right. That is true. Um, most people um, in science, by the way, they don't make that much money. Meaningful. Out, you know, and, and feel like I made a difference in somebody's life. And so, if that's the way you're feeling right now, Will, then you need to keep on making a difference in somebody's life. And, okay. And in yours. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I hope yeah. that's the last time I have to ask somebody that question. Well, now, I think now what it is now is. You just trying to, you you know what you want to do. Yeah. You're just trying to get reassurance. But you right. can't yeah. reassure something that you already want to do. Uh, yeah. Right. That's true. You're never going to get a cosigner. I that's mean, true. it's just. You just have to go for it. That's and right. that's where it comes. Just go for I it. Think we yeah. just finished this for you right here. Yeah, this is perfect. Oh, okay, yeah. Remember what I said. Okay. Passion and purpose mm-hmm. over paper. Over oh, paper. Okay. There I you go. I'm going to write that down. Emergency room. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I, I need to go on to my hot topics because okay. I got a lot, but I am confused on what I need to start from. But just choose I don't one. know if y'all. Because actually, we only have like maybe two minutes to get started, then our first guest should be calling in. Okay. Okay, yeah, well, the warm yeah. topic. A warm topic. I, there you go. I don't know if y'all know what Black Twitter is. I have no idea what that is. What is it called? Black Twitter. Uh, well, oh, the, yeah. the people, well, Twitter. Bruno Mars, you know, he did his performance on the BET Awards. Uh-huh. And uh, his song was um, uh, Put Some Perm on Your Attitude. Ooh. So it was a good song. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch the BET Awards. I just watched the highlights that I wanted to see because I couldn't understand none of that foolishness I was doing there anyway. Mm-hmm. But it, it was called Put Your Perm on Some Attitude and Straighten It Out, which was good. Black Twitter didn't like that. They said he used it. Um, it says, woman accuses Bruno Mars of culturally appropriation, and Black Twitter shuts her down. Well, what he didn't 
Yeah, right. They saying he's not black, so he should not be using black oh terms. Oh my gosh! Okay. Yes. So okay. I mean, do you have to be black to use to to that say goes, about We had a discussion term? last week about the N word. The but, the white folk, the Caucasian is perm. I was just called relaxing. Relaxer, yeah, I yeah. Know. So that's his, his ignorance right there. Well, but I know that's a good that's a good topic. Yeah. But they yeah. felt like he's not black, so he shouldn't talk about black subjects. What? What? I, I didn't, I'm like, okay, these okay. people is just really out of control. We're, we're, we're going to come back to that. Yeah, but that, okay. that, that gets it in your mind. But, you know, we have our first guest on the line. We have Roosevelt Mitchell III. He's an award-winning educator in St. Louis. Um, Roosevelt, what really impressed me, he was recently named a B.E. Modern Man by Black Enterprise Magazine which showcase 100 diverse men of color who have done or are doing exceptional work within their communities um, and within their respective industries. So we're going to welcome him to the show to talk about all that he's doing, all that he's passionate about, and all that's still to come for him. So please help me welcome to the show Mr. Roosevelt Mitchell III. How are you, sir? Hello. Hello. I'm doing well. How about yourself? Doing good. Doing good. We're having a good conversation here. I'm glad that you joined us. So you, you have some... Just to get things started off, because I was listening to this lady today, which confused me. But what are your thoughts <laughs> on the current state of public education, which Dr. Coleman here is really passionate about as well, and also about Betsy DeVos, the Secretary of Education? Well, my current thoughts on, well, first, thank you all so much for having me as a guest. No I'm problem. truly honored. Uh, secondly, uh, to answer the question, um, you know, since since the Reagan administration released the report of Nation at Risk back in 1983, it, uh, the report detailed the decline of public education and what we needed to do. And within those last 35, 34, 35 years, we have done nothing to better public education, no matter the color of the politician, no matter the, the race or class of the politician, whether he was Republican or Democrat, we have done nothing to enhance the state of public education. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, we are, we are, we are at a, uh, a, 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 a like a, a you know, I, I would say like we are at an important time. Like, you know, the only reason Donald Trump got inside the White House is because of the uneducated <laughs> white voter, mm-hmm. right? So, you talk about a, a failing public school system now, and we live in a democracy that depends on informed voters. So, if we are intentionally undereducating or miseducating our children, and then we uh, get them out and expect for them to vote, when now, over the last five, six years, they have lifted the the, uh, the ban on people donating money. So now, you know, we live in a state of propaganda. So in the state of uh, public education, we're doing very poor, I believe, and we can do much better. We need to do much better. But... Uh, and then you add in the Trump administration, you add in Betsy DeVos, who knows absolutely nothing about public education. She never attended public education. Mm-hmm. None of her kids ever attended public That's education, right. and she has no clue. So her whole agenda is to create, is to take money out of public schools and create this charter school system, in which is what Donald Trump wants in place anyway. So with that being said, you know, um, I mean, we, we as black people are the bad state, and we cannot afford to send our kids to charter our uh, private schools. That, that is so right, Roseville. You are absolutely right. Well, how you doing? This is Caprice. Uh, hey, Caprice. 
Hi. Uh, you have a rich background, work with individuals and families of all ethnicity with disabilities. You say uh -huh. your mission is making disability cool. What's your connection to disability, and why is this so important to you? Well, I was born with a physical disability with, uh, with two fingers on my right hand and uh, five fingers on my left. So growing up with a disability, I'm, I'm not engaged it like a scholarly uh, well, like a scholar who just does research about it but I you know I mean I'm married to it so I live with it every day and I can't divorce my disability no more can I no more than I can divorce my summer so I'm gonna be black forever <laughs> and I'm gonna die with a disability you know what I'm saying so mm -hmm. I, mean, I mean it is what it is so for me I grew up as an athlete you know I got uh I mean even with that I got college scholarship offers in football and I was all state and track I got track offers and I mean so I was a three-sport athlete and all these other things. So I was always in with the cool crowd. But the other kids with disabilities, they weren't as athletic as I was and stuff like that. So they were treated different. So my mission is now on a larger scale for mainstream society to accept, I mean, people with disabilities. I mean, even now, you know, we talk about the hashtag Black Lives Matter movement, <laughs> and, you know, we march and stuff when a police officer I mean, kills, unjustly kills a person of color, in which we should, but that happens a lot with black disabled people. I mean, even Michael Brown, you know, I mean, I, uh, at the time Michael Brown was killed in Ferguson, I was living 10 minutes away from Ferguson, oh, wow. right? Jeez. So, wow. I mean, when that happened, when that happened, um, a week later, when everybody was out there protesting all day long, a week later, the police killed a person with a mental uh, disability and nothing happened. I mean, that wasn't really really, really reported. Um, people mm -hmm. in St. Louis knew about it, but, you know, I mean, nothing happened. So, you know, still within our race, within our culture, we still have this friction or this divisiveness when a person has a mental or physical disability as opposed to them just being being killed and there's nothing wrong with them. So um, that is, you know, I mean, my goal and my mission in my, um, my children's book series, which is Caden is Different, Caden, the character, uh, he's named after my son, whose name is Caden, mm -hmm. but he has, uh, but he has my disability. So inside the book series, I just speak about being bullied and all the things that I went through when I was going through school in order to teach other children to accept other kids' differences so, and not to bully. Wow. So how are you going to make it cool? What, what is what is the premises behind that? Well, how are you well, make it cool? The same way. I mean, the same way Beyonce cool, the same way Kendrick Lamar cool. How mainstream in movies and mainstream media, we see these images of what of what good looks like. I mean, that's why you know we have these sisters, these queens that think that they have to go and get plastic surgery with bigger boobs and big butts because someone has said to them that's what's cool or that's what men like, right? So it's all about the imagery, the symbolism. Mm -hmm. So if I can get more people with disabilities seen on mainstream movies and stuff like that and then you kind of it uh i mean then you kind of see it as being normalized like mm. okay like uh just think 10 years ago i mean the gay community i mean i mean like how normal was it for you to see two men getting married and two men walking down the street holding hands but mm. now fast forward to 2017 you see it all the time mm -hmm. uh, you know i mean to the point where it's normalized because you see it on scandal you see it on all these television shows so they have made that cool and normalize that, and the same way they did that, I think the same way I can do people with disabilities if I can get in the right sectors and meet the right people and get 
uh, more imagery and symbolism of people who are different, quote-unquote, on these major shows, like maybe a power or maybe a scandal or how to get away with murder and such. Bringing more awareness to it. Yeah, yeah. I saw on your because I saw on your website the I think it was the model who I guess she wasn't born with legs, and you were saying how she makes she makes a thousand dollars a day modeling. A thousand dollars a day, man. Can you believe that? A thousand dollars per day with no arms and no legs. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's it's and by the year twenty twenty, it's estimated that almost seventy nine million people in this country will have a disability of some sort. Wow. You know, which is not. like a wild number to think about, you know, I mean, once you think about people who go to the military with post-traumatic stress disorder, and then you think about all of the mental, the mental disabilities, and then even, even, the, uh, I mean, down in Flint, you know, I mean, drinking water with lead, I mean, that causes mental illnesses, right? That causes mental disabilities. So, yeah, I mean, so now, I mean, we're at this point to where it's a large part of our culture, but I don't think anyone has ever brought major, major awareness to it unless it was autism, mm-hmm. only because people with money, a lot of people who have a lot of money and um, a large platform, you know, like some of their children have autism. So they bring awareness to that. Okay. I have a question. Um, you have a book out called Raising a Black Scholar. So why uh-huh. do you think your book is so important for us to read? What would you want to be a takeaway if I'm reading your book? Well, as an award-winning educator who uh, who teaches, who have uh, taught in only predominantly black and brown neighborhoods, and well, now I'm teaching at a school where there's 100% free or reduced lunch, you know, I think it's important. From me, you know, growing up in a project, I mean, born in a poverty, I think it's important that we teach our black men and our black women about how to be successful in society. All school does, I think K-12, all it does is prepare kids for college. And all college does is prepare us to work for, for someone or at someone's corporation, right? And then, um, you know, you get your master's. It just prepares you for a raise, when, you know, in whatever sector you're in. And, I mean, same way with the doctor's degree, right? So I think that uh, in Raising a Black Scholar, a curriculum is like a home curriculum that, that introduces our children to things that are not taught inside of schools. I mean, such as true black history, because black people just didn't show up <laughs> in 1619 and that's what they want you to think. And no, Christopher <laughs> Columbus did not find America. That's it was right. already, uh, you know, I mean, it was already millions of people here, here right, speaking 2,500 different languages. So mm-hmm. that's not true. I mean, so then I uh, teach about financial literacy, real estate, how to invest in the stock market. Um, you know, I mean, how to tie a tie. I mean, how to... Um, prepare for the ACT, the SAT, mm-hmm. right? I, you know, I teach about student loans. You know, I'm mean, how to avoid student loans. So it's, I mean, so to me, it's just a guide to help parents pre-K through 12 know everything that they need to know in order to become successful outside of school. Because you know, I mean, as we all know, college is not for everybody, especially these days that you know they. You know, I mean, student loans is the only thing that you can file for bankruptcy that does not come off. Mm-hmm. And that should tell you something about it, right? But yet they want people, I mean, you know, it was at a time when I was in college, my credit was so bad, I couldn't even get a cell phone, but I can get a student loan. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. I, mean it's true. so I wish I, I wish I had known the stuff I know now back then, right? So, again, it's all about options. It's all about access to information. And from being inside the school system, 
for several years and pretty good at it. Now, you know, I kind of try to write, uh, wrote this book to kind of fill that gap in order for kids to translate that into success outside of the school system. Okay. I have another question for you. Um, using the term scholar, in general, I know, I hear what you're saying and I agree completely. Um, the traditional use of the term scholar is to be well-rounded, which I hear in your curriculum where you talk about financial literacy and learning about black history and things like that. Um, can you elaborate on what you mean when you say scholar? What does scholar mean it, to you? Exactly what you said, well-rounded, well-rounded, not just a good student, right? School teaches you, you know, like how to be a good student. Right, I, you know, I've been going to school, it seemed like forever, and, you know, like the stuff about financial literacy and, I mean, some of the things that I've learned about stocks and stuff or how to run a business outside of school is where I got my most schooling, right? So <laughs> scholarly is well around it, not just knowing about the stuff they teach you, but knowing what's going on in society. I mean, how to research, you know, why it's important to question everything, uh, you know, about credit. You know, I mean, how can I leverage my credit to get a business loan, right? So I think these are all that kind of information, I think, that has been withheld from black boys and girls is why African Americans, it's partly why black men have had a high unemployment rate, you know. So, I mean, I think we can kind of narrow that gap with more access to that information um, in order how to build our own businesses and have multiple streams of income, passive income, and start thinking more like investors at a younger age as opposed to thinking that, you know, we can just grow up and get a good job and we'll be okay. What about the social aspects of scholarship uh, when you're dealing with interacting with other people? Do you address exactly. that? Oh, I mean, that's very important. And inside the book I have, uh, you know, uh, we're talking about, uh, you know, I have links and stuff for parents to teach their child about self-esteem, I mean, positive self-esteem. I have links about, I mean, how to go and find a mentor. Because mentorship is very, very important. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm one of my mentors is Dr. George yeah. Watkins, you know. So, I mean, you know, and, you know, I mean, ever since being a mentee of Dr. George Watkins, I mean, he has shown me about, I mean, things that I did not know about business and stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it really has helped me avoid a bunch of pitfalls, I mean, really press forward. So, I, you know, I talk about the social aspect, too, you know, because I think it's a, it's a holistic approach. I mean, and again, this book is not the the end all or, or be all, but I think it's a great. I mean, it's a great supplemental curriculum for parents to have at home in order to implement and make sure that their child is more well-rounded. Okay, I agree, and um, you know, we could do this for all day too. I'd like to have a sidebar with you, but some parent, some are single-parent homes as well, so um, we could talk about that and. Um, Mentorship is something that needs to be taught as well. There needs to be a curriculum, which I'm working on, for mentors. Good. Everybody doesn't know how to be a mentor. They have exactly. They have great knowledge and wisdom, and uh, it's needed by students that they uh, come into contact with. But, but I think a lot of people need to realize that they have a gift of information, a wealth of knowledge and experience, and they should be able to uh, figure out the best way to convey that mm -hmm. to, to the students that they touch. Sure. sure. Right, 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 right. Not 
Yeah, I mean, that same thing with me, you know, again, I mean, growing up, I mean, I'm a five-time author, uh, best-selling author. I'm a uh, award-winning educator. I mean, in growing up, I grew up in a project, right? So I didn't know any writers. I didn't know any scholars. I didn't know any thinkers, you know, but grow, uh, you know, once I hit college and YouTube and meeting people, then all of a sudden I got a mentor, and then that opened up my mind to a world of possibilities. So I think this what need to happen, especially because, you know, there's not many black teachers, period, in education across the United States. So, I mean, I, you know, I think that's problematic. I mean, especially black men, mm-hmm. you know. So I think there's only like 2% of, I mean, of the teachers nationwide are black men. I mean, me, uh, there are only 63 black, special, black men who are special education teachers in the entire state of Missouri. So I'm one of 63, mm-hmm. but yet there are 15,000 black boys in special education. Oh, wow. Right. So we talk about mentorship. We talk about, uh, you know, someone who, I mean, a mentor inside the classroom that kids, that black kids can look up to. I mean, it's missing, you know, all across the country. Okay. I mean, so I'm really, really big on mentorship. So tell me this. So if you were in a position um, to be a mentor, what would be your message to someone who came up to you and they ask you personally, how did you become successful living with a, a disability? Well, uh, I mean, I mentor several people, but I uh, always tell them my story. You know, I give them my story, you know, in, uh, I mean, in hope, I mean, the good, the bad, and the ugly, in hope that they can avoid some of the pitfalls that I made. But for me, it was just about self-worth, mm-hmm. right? It was just about self-awareness, self-worth, and self-esteem. I mean, and I think that's what's missing more of as now that I get older, my self-esteem is higher than people who don't have a disability, mm, okay. right? So I, so I can do more things, and I'm confident in the things that I do, but a lot of other people have talents and gifts, and their self-esteem won't allow them to. I mean, but again, I think that that translates back to the schools that they went to. You know, I, you know, I think schools should increase kids' self-esteem, but it just doesn't work. So <laughs> for me, it's just about being transparent, telling my story, and using my story, you know, uh, I mean, and letting them know, like, how I grew and, you know, my insecurities um, and how I fought through them. Okay, wow. That is excellent. Well, tell us about your upcoming events. On Saturday, you'll be speaking in Baltimore as a keynote speaker. Tell us about that. Well, actually, oh, I'm sorry. I mean, actually, that was, uh, that was I think that was last Saturday. Okay. But, but it was a great event. <laughs> Uh, and that was a mentorship deal. Uh, you know, the Baltimore Rose Program, uh, it's some great people running it, some great young folks running it. Uh, and they, they uh, I think they had like 30 mentees or something, mm-hmm. like grades, uh, I want to say grades 6 through 12. I mean, it was a fantastic event. And, uh, and I really love to really give back to young people, you know, doing powerful things like that. So as as a keynote speaker, what were what was you what were you talking about? What was the premises of your speech? Well, the premise of my speech was how important mentorship is. Okay. So uh, you know, so I told them how important it is, and again, I used my life story mm-hmm. about you know me growing up, and and my dad was in jail, and at seven years old, my mom was dating a crack dealer downstairs, and. And, you know, I mean, they would throw parties at our house every night, so she never woke me or my brothers up for school. 
because she was always hungover. So, I mean, she never made us go to school. I mean, and I was seven years old in the first grade. So I would dress myself and walk to school while my brother stayed home, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, so I told them about that situation and about, you know, a few other my situations, how I navigated through and how important mentorship was because if I had a came a product of my environment, then I may be in jail like my other three brothers and I wouldn't be standing behind the podium. So that was the premise of it. Okay. But again, you know, I think I've just been uh, blessed with such a testim- uh, testimony, like in my life, that I just use my life and, and you know, uh, show people how, how bad it can get and how great it can be, I mean, in a world of possibilities. Okay. Well, can you let um, our listeners know how we can get a copy of your book and how to follow you on social media? Yeah, please. Uh, on Facebook, my name is Elizabeth Mitchell III. Mm-hmm. On Instagram is the Disability Scholar, the Disability Scholar, and um, you can. Uh, my book is on Amazon, actually. So you can go on Amazon. Uh, or you can go. Yeah, you can go to. Uh, I think it's on. Am- it's on Amazon, or you can go to my website, RoosevelmMitchell.com. Okay. What's your website? Can you repeat that? RoosevelmMitchell.com. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your information. We really, really appreciate it. And thanks for all that you're doing. Yeah, I thank you all for having me. No problem. Have a good night. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Wow. He was impressive. That's impressive. So did he say that the son has the same disability? Is that what I heard him say? Yeah. So it's hereditary. In the book. The book. Oh, in the in book. His book. In his book. In his oh, children's oh, he, book. Okay. He wrote, he wrote he the children's book. The character after his son. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but okay. His, but the character has the same disability as him. Okay, I thought he said his son. No. Yeah, okay. so his, he said he had two fingers on his, his right. And his five. And five on the other. Well, we all got five. Six. <laughs> Six. Well, he said five. Five. Didn't he say five? Well, then maybe he don't have a thumb. We, when do we, we do have five. When do we get five? We have we all one, two, three. <laughs> we all got five fingers. <laughs> no, we, <laughs> we got five. But you know what? We talking about. Okay. Well, yeah. any, well, anyway, disability is uh. He can make. Oh, fingers right. Exactly. Right. Okay. Let's get back to your question. Uh, with the black Twitter. We never finished because we're talking about him. Because I have a, a question about that. Okay. Which gets me. I don't know why it aggravates me, but okay, so. Well, we're going to make it hot. We're going to make it hot. Talking about how they were saying about black Twitter was eating up. What yeah, is it? they were saying Bruno Mars does not identify as black. Um, so. He shouldn't be commenting. Comment, he shouldn't be commenting on it, her. He made it derogatory, basically, because he According said it. According to them. He, but if yeah. we said it, it would be fine. It would be fine. That's what Which saying. gets me so when we were upset about people using the N-word, why can we say it and it's fine, number one. And then I, I was watching how um, there was some state that was having a lot of Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. um, activities, and they were making a membership because a lot of Caucasian people were coming, and they closed the membership to only African Americans. So but there are a lot of Caucasian people who are down with, you know, Black Lives Matter. They're wearing the buttons. And they showed the guy who was injured. He had a, a Black Lives Matter. So when on. did it become a membership? I mean, can't you just say Black Lives Matter? Well, it we was, it was some, they started some type of an organization uh, for the purpose of Black Lives Matter. And I guess Caucasian people, people were coming, and they couldn't see, you know, I guess every, every Caucasian person to them was the problem. That's 
Yeah. 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 And did all those things that we needed to have done and did them with us. Mm-hmm. So to you think that's ignorance then? People's yeah. ignorance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Gotta be. Back then was ignorance with, you know, the lives that were lost and all the other things that, that we had to go through as a people. And now, to take something as petty as this and make it an issue. Exactly. Is ridiculous to me. Mm-hmm. To me that's yeah. Study your math yeah. instead of being on Black Twitter mm-hmm. <laughs> talking about what Bruno Mars is uh, equipped to talk about her. So how did it get named Black Twitter? So there's regular Twitter. What is Black Twitter? Is Black it's Twitter just basically when we inundate on a, on a certain topic. Oh. Uh, okay. And so it's, it's Black Twitter. Oh no, no, no! It's just yeah, when, we, I mean, when we jump on board. When we jump on board to a certain topic. I guess they're just saying he's trying to. Use our culture because yeah. he also said he's bringing back the funk, but he's he doesn't mention anybody. I, I mean, people just, just don't like, have anything so to talk about. Anyway? It's not that it matters. I don't know. I, don't know why I mean, he's a man that's making music that everybody loves. That's not that's what I look does. at. He don't like Bruno Mars. Something about him. I don't. I like his. But songs. then, but then I hear music and they come out. That's him. I'm like, oh, that's him. Yeah. That was <laughs> I think when I see him perform, because I don't like that vintage. The Jericho, I don't, I just can't get with it. Well, that that Jericho, that's his hair because he still look like a Jericho. I don't know, he's, he's, he's mixed. I guess. I mean, then you might as well. I mean, you got Black Twitter, you got BET. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't even really watch the, the award show no more because mm-hmm. it's not a award show to me. I, I have, I didn't watch it. What I did was go back and watch what I heard everybody talking about, which was the new edition mm-hmm. and um, um, Bobby Brown and. You know, um, the, I want to see the escape reunion. You know, I want to see that. Did you see it? I did, and I enjoyed it. My daughter, which is 18, she didn't like Write it. Write me a 500 word essay on how you enjoyed that performance. I did, because they still hit they still hit the notes. I mean, they still... They hit what notes? Candy. Candy, Candy hit that note. The other we two said, girls always could sing. to understand. <laughs> <laughs> the other two girls always could sing. Tasha and her sister, they, they held it down. Sing. Yeah, yeah, they, they But what you call them was busy looking at Floyd Mayweather. Um, well, okay. tiny. You think what Tiny it, was? Tiny? You know that's a man. That ain't a man. Okay, okay. You keep <laughs> so, on. So, yeah, that, that was one of my hot topics, but oh, I know, Doctor, you got something over there. Yeah. I'm scared what you're going to bring out. No, I'm going to bring out something a little bit different Warm. from what I said. Okay. I just want to ask a question since we were talking about degrees mm-hmm. and how many we need and have and mm-hmm. pay Ignorance, because I think there's dumb smart people. Just because be you got feelings. a whole bunch of paper. As a man, I would be calling my feelings. I have to be true. I'm yeah, but why? Truth. I mean, because you're attracted Insecurity. to the woman in- initially. Mm-hmm. So true, yeah. why? Why would? Alone, showing nobody she got those degrees is fine. What? Just sit there, be pretty. It'd be fine. What? Don't let nobody know you're smart. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all hear that out there? He said, just look, you, you, so you want a trophy. Hey. <laughs> he no, want a trophy. Ain't nothing wrong with a smart trophy. The, the issue is, uh-huh. society changed the rules of the game. Mm-hmm. Back okay. in the day, when the man did the work. Was a provider. And, and the woman stayed right. home and cooked and cleaned and washed. Price mm-hmm. right somebody away. messed up somewhere. Somebody messed up somewhere mm-hmm. because. 
work mm-hmm. or wanted to go to work, but the men didn't want to change their end of the deal. Mm-hmm. They still want her to do all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. So That's a big argument. I is, tell my husband, I don't mind you taking care of me. I ain't signed that women's rights bill. <laughs> Wait, see, you're still following the traditional manual. Well, are you? You have more degrees than your husband. Oh yeah. Oh. My husband, he he was in the military twenty something. Oh, okay. He just got. He just finished his bachelor's. He was going for his master's. Then he said, "Why? I don't even need it for my job." So yeah. He don't. He's not finishing it. He said, yeah. "If he choose to go back, then that's fine." But he didn't mind. But he did make a comment uh-huh. a couple years ago during our little conversations, and he says, well, "I can't have my woman smarter than me." Uh-huh. I'm like, "Well, you've been around the world more, you know." I've never been around a world like you, so we even. So why is that a problem, though? I don't know, because I, I don't use, I I don't wonder, use none of my public administration stuff in my marriage, so that has nothing to do with it. to know if that, those it's comments come from, if they come from people more my generation and older, or like the millennials, do they still think that way? I, I would be, I would be like interested, that. yeah, I would be interested to see if m- millennial guys think that way. Because I think they're probably still so more conditioned. Now, yeah, that's all they've known. Yeah. Yeah. The mom was mom working. Was and the, yeah. It's just a habit. I think mm-hmm. so. It's just a habit that guys haven't broken. Yeah. But I think, and I think it would take an educated, it would probably take an educated guy, a really educated guy, to get that. <laughs> no, I, I've, uh, I, I've I can see a doctor, doctor and lawyer has been together. I mean, I don't think, well, I mean, where it's a male. Show. What? No, no. Tell me a doctor and lawyer live in the same house right now. Um, What's the chick name from the V? The, the black chick. Sonny, Sonny, Hawk, Sonny oh. Hodgkin. Her they husband. They have like three or four houses. <laughs> <laughs> you out to prove me wrong. But see, I also think that was, like you said, that was society, doctor, because uh-huh. also women stayed in marriages longer when the husband did it all cheating and everything. That's why they, they pop with the Rolling Stone because they didn't have any education. So now women are like, wait a minute, I, I can go out and get a job. I'm educated. I don't need to sit back and have all this crap. And you're not going to just cheat on me. Back in the days, you know, it wasn't an issue for a man to cheat because he took his home mm-hmm. and then he did what he needed to do. But yeah, the women didn't. All the money, and too. exactly, and the women didn't go anywhere. I but need now, some help, guys. He couldn't drive. Some of them couldn't even guys, I need some help. Yeah, it's just <laughs> so now it's like we educated. So now women, and I think there's a downfall a little bit. Now women are more to say, "I don't need you uh-huh. as much as I, they did in the back of the day." So goodbye. If you have any comments for this, please call us at seven five seven six eight three four four zero five. Guys, I need some help. Help him. Yes, please. I don't know. I mean, well, well, why you want her to sit and be pretty? And not no, that was that was a joke. I, no, me personally. I definitely want someone who is educated. I want someone who's cultured. I don't think, me personally, you can make much more than me. Okay. Sorry. I couldn't be Stedman for the world. Well, do you think that... <laughs> Why? I couldn't be Because I can see it come out of her mouth. You what? said what? Well, because <laughs> Oprah's setting the standards of I'm not getting married. Because she, she don't have to get married. You're right. Well, well you see... Why is getting married so important? It's not. Okay. That's a good question. But it is for me in my Christian walk, it is. Okay. It was? It was? It is for me, yeah. Yep. In my Christian walk, yeah, it was important for me to be married. I'm not going to sleep around. Most of, I don't even have the numbers, but we in the salon we watched The View and a whole bunch mm-hmm. of things. And they gave a, a study. They were saying most millennials are choosing not to marry. Well, no. thank you for thinking I'm a millennial. Well, no, <laughs> this was aside from you. I'm sorry. The hair and everything <laughs> is doing something, but, you know. <laughs> I was just saying going for, forward, a lot they, of millennials are choosing not. Um, yeah. I, I know a lot of people choose not to, um, mm-hmm. but like I said, with my Christian faith, I'm not just going to live with anybody. I still don't think you should just 
live and shack up with people. I mean, either you're going to do it or you're not. I don't think you should well, just you live don't look with like somebody. You agree with it. You don't take it. You're you physics. You don't take it that long to process that. <laughs> it is because it's English, remember? Oh, it's if I was words, said 400 times 20,000, that's that quality. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. No, I, um, I am not anti marriage at all. Okay. But what I'm saying is that it shouldn't always be the end all be all because some people don't belong together. You're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. When one of my girlfriends got married, they were, she was very young. They got married, her and her boyfriend got married at 19. Mm. The day after the wedding, he is out there handing her clothes for her to iron. <laughs> we're married now. You got to iron all my clothes. Oh, he was a because chauvinist. Those are those, those um, images and mm-hmm. that's what marriage meant <coughs> yeah, to him. Wow. Right. He was conditioned to believe. What are you talking about? All of his money. So, you know, just going through the things that people, the expectations of what marriage is. I guess men get a lot more now. I joke with my husband. I say, you know, you really really came out cheap. And he says, why? I said, because just think about the marriage license is what, $35? (laughs) Right? Uh What if you hire a maid? What if you hire a, a, a lady of the night? Man. You know, you got three, four hundred dollars for a lady of the night for one night. Uh-huh. You get a maid, which is what two hundred dollars a week. Uh-huh. You got a chef, which is what about two, three hundred dollars a week. Uh-huh. No, the maid is there to clean up. Then you got the chef. Then you got the lady of the night. Then you got somebody that's talking to you. You really came out cheap, Head brother. Of the household. Hello, you should, you owe me some money. Somebody short changing me somewhere for that thirty five dollars uh, marriage certificate. Mm. You owe me about thousand dollars a week, really. Wow. So you just said <laughs> you say that you needed to be married. You couldn't live in a non Christian way. You're right. <laughs> okay, you close. I just told me he came up cheap, but I just don't. I just don't want to give everything to somebody and get nothing back. Mm-hmm. I worked in a law firm before, and years people been uh, living with people for years, mm-hmm. uh, and they they die and what you get? Nothing. You know, there's nothing. You know, you you, you don't get anything by just shacking up. And I'm not gonna just keep giving my body to somebody and there's nothing in return. Yes. Yeah, Please I'm getting don't. his body. Oh, but yeah, that's true. That's but sometimes that it don't work. But yeah, yeah. yeah but you're right. I'm gonna take it back to a, a Sims topic now. What I did 
race, gender gap, and the diversity and the equity and all that stuff that we're hearing about now. Mm -hmm. We need more black folks in STEM. We need more <laughs> women in STEM. We need more women that know black folks in STEM. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Mm -hmm. like the things that are going on mm. on our college campus. So it's like, do you want us or not? So how do we deal with the inclusion but exclusion at the same time? And do you guys ever run into that in any of your day-to-day? -day? In STEM? Not STEM, but in Period. General. Oh. I think STEM because I don't, even though it's not a new area, I think like you were saying, African-Americans, they just they fear they, they've shied away from it for whatever reasons. Yeah. Um, and then be, that there's so many opportunities going into it and you, so many efforts mm -hmm. trying to get people to go into it. I just think it's just going to take time. Um, just like African-Americans, when, we, when, when mm -hmm. um, we stop segregation, mm -hmm. it's just going to take time for, the, for everybody to get in there and be, be comfortable with it being an inclusive environment. I think it should, make, it should be uh, everybody should study it. Because now you got these certain STEM schools where, you know, STEM programs, you can't really go to this school unless you good in this or smart in this. So if they start having it in a class, like an honor roll class, and have the STEM class. Oh, like an event. And, okay. Exactly, okay. Instead of taking them out, because there's some kids, you know, like, okay, well, I'm better than you because I was accepted into the STEM program at this school. That was big at graduations. There's something, academy, whatever. Yeah. When people were graduating, everybody was listening. They were like, such and such and such. Honors Academy. I was like, okay. And then people who didn't get anything after the name. It was like, like, oh, yeah, I was like, okay. Yeah. So I think it. He didn't do nothing. First of all, you got to have teachers <laughs> that understand STEM um, and know what it is. Because just because you got the degree, don't mean you could teach us. Uh, what is it? Science. What is STEM? What does that mean? Okay. Science, here's technology. The, here's the deal. So the science teachers in junior high school and high school, they have an education degree for the most part with an emphasis on biology. Okay. And that's middle school because I know my daughter's going to Longwood now mm -hmm. and she's going for early childhood education. Mm -hmm. She's not going to be focused on one, because she's in early childhood education, right. so when she's in elementary school. Uh -huh. So they're teaching, she has to be well-rounded to teach all the five subjects, not just one core subject. Mm -hmm. That's only for middle school and high school, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. So, um, I ain't trying to pay for the long, no long in there. I that's know, that's I right. to <coughs> go on in there and get on out. <laughs> <laughs> but um, when your students are in school and they're taking those things, it's for this, I'll say it like this, science is Product, which is the 
So you think they should have separate schools like they do now, uh, certain academies, or incorporated like an honor roll program? This and that, and virtual reality, Mm -hmm. and augmented, you know, all of that stuff is cool, but all of that is technology. That's just technology. Wow. And it doesn't teach you how to do math, it doesn't help your calculus skills at all. It's just, it's Mm -hmm. a product. And and just like using technology in the classroom, playing games to learn math. But nowadays, nowadays, doctor, all they have now is uh, the calculator. They do everything on the calculator mm-hmm. now. They're, they're, I love it. You don't. Do, <laughs> you say you love what? it. You don't teach. They don't teach you regular what, hand. What is everything is done on the calculator. You have to, right? Everything is done on the calculator now. We're going to save this to later because we don't have our calculators. <laughs> <laughs> But it is. I mean, you can't sit down and do regular math. I know. I, 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 my daughter had an issue with. She was having an issue with division. I was trying to teach long division. Mm-hmm. I can't. You can't teach me that way. That's not the way we're being taught. But we had to buy these eighty something dollar calculators. Yeah. The calculator is like eighty something dollars. It's, it's the new way. But do, how many how many people's phone numbers do you have that you know off the top of your head, or do you know in your contacts list? I know all my numbers. No, your Ooh. phone numbers. I'm just telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Brain, numbers, you know numbers. Yeah, but I'm talking about phone oh, numbers no. because we're used oh, to putting them directly in our contacts. People that I want to talk to or uh-huh. people that I have to talk to? Either. I, can, I, know I, my, I don't know my brother's phone number. I don't know, the, I know that the name's in my phone. Yeah. I know one daughter's number. I don't know another daughter's number because she came from Florida, from Jacksonville University, so she changed to a 904 yeah. number. Uh-huh. And I don't know that number by heart. Right. I just know it. I know my other daughter's number because it's a 757 number. I don't even know my mother's Technology. number. Technology. It's in my contacts. I have, a, I have, a, I have a tech mother right. in there. Well, if you drop your phone in the water. I'll call you as soon as I'm waiting for my phone. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good example. Yes, yes, yes. yes. No, you know what? We have like two minutes before our next guest, and okay. I want to get the topic in. But y'all need to throw those calculators away. You said she couldn't do the long division. No, they mm-hmm. don't teach long division there. They only mm-hmm. do calculators in schools now. cursive writing anymore. No, it's only calculators. Oh, my God. That's coming back, I think. What? I want to say somebody. Cursive? Was, the, no, no, not, for some reason, what does it mean when I, I write cursive and print at the same time? Oh, I'm all wrong. messed up. You can do that when you're wrong. Oh, you can? <laughs> okay. I'm like, well, I didn't wrote a whole bunch of stuff. Dyslexic. Yeah. <laughs> you might need to get on his disability book. <laughs> he said, what was it? He said, by a certain time? That's right. Disability scholar. Yeah. Okay, so this is a question. So, dating, you're not married, right? I am. Oh, you said? Oh, no, kids. So both of y'all, okay, well, y'all been through it at least before. So dating, are you obligated to be faithful when you're dating? Do you think? I say no. You say no. Dating is I'm just getting data on you so I can see if I want to still be with you. That's all dating is. Okay. So you don't have to just stick with one person. Data okay. is Dating is data to me. Okay. You, dating. I, dating is <laughs> daddy. Dating is data. I'm just dating you to get enough data to see if I want to take it farther. That's all it is. I like that. I like okay. But so for some reason, it's like they expect, people expect you, because I'm not, I'm not married, mm-hmm. and, and I've been dating, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, 
No, we date. We're not in a relationship. You have to define that because people think uh, you give a little kiss and, oh, we're in a relationship now. No. Yeah. But I think men have to define that more than women because women automatically think we're in a relationship. Men don't. But if women start getting the same notion as dating is getting data, once you date and get enough data on somebody, then you decide if you want to go to the next level with right, them. Right, right. Then it goes to courtship. Mm-hmm. Courting means we're trying to see where we're taking this, we're going to go further. That's mm-hmm. just my interpretation. Mm-hmm. Lines are blurred between all of those different levels. It's not it like a clean... No, I know it's not. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, so that's probably where some of the... Yeah. One kiss and they like, oh, we're in a relationship. Uh-huh. I saw you at dinner with somebody. Okay, well... I didn't never say we was exclusive. Or looking on your page talking about how you know such and such. I'm like, boo, no. <laughs> you went to movies one time. <laughs> yeah. That's what you got to say that. Yeah. After every date. You know this is your date, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. You would think. Okay, so would you agree with this, ladies, that in dating, women usually date to find a husband and maybe guys date for just fun? I think so. My, I asked my sister. She agreed with it. I think so. Unless you're second time around, then you know you might be over the marriage thing. But people who haven't been married yet, women oh, are really looking for oh, a man yeah, to. They, yeah. Well, this is my second time around. Uh-huh. But when I sat down with uh, my husband on our first date, I knew I wasn't dating material. I was wife material. And okay. I let him know that on my oh, first date. Oh, did you? Yeah, that I don't plan on dating you long. We're not going to have sex before we get married. You told on the first date? On our first date. And that this would is be something you want to do. Be because it's my second time. I already knew what I wanted. Uh-huh. And I know I wasn't a, I'm not a good dater because my, my emotions get caught up easy. Uh-huh. So either we're going to do this or we're not. You're gonna, we're going to agree. We're not going to agree. And it was, it was three years we dated. Didn't have sex and wound up getting married. My Lord. A lot of TV. But he had to agree with that as well. Mm-hmm. See, you can't just bring it on somebody and like, what? Strong oh. brother. Oh. But he was in the church too, so. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, so therefore. I know, that don't mean nothing. That don't mean nothing. That don't mean nothing okay. but at our relationship. Uh-huh. But I do tell my girlfriends who's dating now, uh-huh. certain things, we ain't getting no younger. You need right. to get stuff out in the beginning. I don't have, I've known somebody that just dated somebody a good eight months. Uh-huh. Just find out he had a fiance for the last five years. Mm-hmm. Why that didn't come up? Oh, Jeez. I don't think it was relevant to the conversation. <laughs> uh-huh. you, but you've been out several. It should have been, should have been yeah, certain, that's, that's certain things people, people play, don't, yeah. People play with each other. Exactly. If you get your stuff straight life. out, yeah. I'll know if I got to go on a second date. I don't need to keep going out with you physics, to get something to eat. Physics is way easier than <laughs> all of this, permanent and dating and all that. Is it? Dating is right or wrong. You can figure it out a whole lot easier. Really? Okay. Emotions are not caught up in physics, right? Not bad ones. Well, you know what? We have our next guest on the phone. She is Patrice Rivers. She is an author of six books. She's a poet, a blogger, a freelance writer, CEO, and the founder of Fees Magazine. She wants to empower, inspire, and motivate people that have been through hard times by writing uplifting articles. Patrice is sure to touch several lives. So please help me welcome to the show, Miss Patrice Rivers. How are you? Patrice? Okay, Patrice is gone. So she'll call back. She'll call back. She'll call back. Yes, so what do will. you think? Um, do you want to keep dating? How long do you think you I don't. I think on right now, material? because I was in a relationship, as we all, the world knows, for 16 mm. years, got out of it. I, I enjoyed it. Now, my ex... Said they they would never 
they would never um, be in a relationship again. That they would just date. Me, I enjoyed being in a relationship. I don't know. If, I don't material. know if I'm codependent or not. So I don't know if that's good or not. But um, I love being in a relationship. So yeah, I'm dating with a purpose. So it is. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just noticing that a lot of people are like they think that after one date that you know Exclusive. this is theirs. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not so. Really? Oh, okay. Wow. See, do you tell them what you want up front? Yeah. Him and the dog. So that takes. So would you say you marriage material will? Oh, You're definitely. not a data. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Some people just but this is my it. fault, which I was going to go into our next topic with Al Sharpton. Y'all saw his, his fiance? Oh, yeah. I ain't mad at Al, but I was mad at Al. Did y'all see the selfie he took in the dressing yeah, room? Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. thought somebody had. Like doctor that up, but that was that Al was him. with those I shoes on. I didn't see that. You didn't see the really, really, really skinny. Oh, you know, he still I, got I that big old head. <laughs> well, he had his old clothes on. He had, oh, he had a jogging suit. Oh, he just yeah, had this. It's a small Adidas suit now. And a fiance, I mean, a girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, she's a thirty-eight-year-old stylist. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have been together for since two thousand and fourteen. Okay. Yeah, and but the thing about it is, him and his wife. Oh. That's what I thought. He has a basketball shorts. I ain't played basketball <laughs> in years, but Al doing it. So this has been my issue. Okay, everybody knows I'm like I'm forty in the forty mid forties mm-hmm. range, right? I would this is I would love to meet somebody established. Um, I would prefer somebody with a child. Um, somewhere around that age, I think I want to date a little bit younger, but that would still be early forties. Um, all I mean, like the person who I'm not dating, but spending time with now, don't laugh, it's 25. Okay. Which means I'm 21 years older than them. I had a five-year, I had a five-year thing when I was dating. Hold for a second, Patrice. Go ahead. He's 20 years older than me. He's how old? 20 years older than me. Okay, so it's not, I'm not wrong. I'm not going to jail. Okay. No, but my <laughs> was five years over and five years under my age. And only because you want to have some talking, Will, you're not about to go to the club. I'm not. They're in the church and they don't go to the club either. Okay, but I was know. shocked that we had so much in common. Well, I mean, age is nothing but a number. Ain't that right, Doc, according to you? Well, no, they look like, well, cover your ears, but they're just a little more active than my age. Well, they are, level they are, is. they are, they are. Well, we, women more active at our age now, okay. anyway. She said, start Patrice. a marriage. Mm-hmm. She said, start a marriage. Oh, wow. But his level of maturity. Yeah. And that's, and really, that's what it is. older men. Even if they got all of them all of got their little stuff going on, mm-hmm. older men are much more respectful about how they do or don't do things. Mm-hmm. And so they, they, they smooth it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, anyhow. Let's, right. let's, let's go to Miss Patrice. Patrice, are you there? Hi, how are you? Good. I called about three or four times. Did I you? Nikki. Yeah. I know we got one time we had you on hold. Nikki should have told you that. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, we have we introduced you. We have you on the show. Thank you so much for oh, you're calling into the show. We want to get things started. So, 
I know you from Fuse Magazine. I didn't know about all the other things that yeah. um, you have going on, but how old were you when you first were diagnosed with sickle cell? I didn't know that. Um, I was one when my parents found out I oh. was diagnosed with sickle cell. Okay. Huh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, hello, 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 Patrice. This is Caprice. Hi. I follow you on Instagram. Yeah, I see. <laughs> <laughs> to those who don't know you, what exactly is sickle cell and how does it affect people that have it? Um, sickle cell is basically an inherited blood disorder. Um, it's basically genetically, you know, not everybody can get it. So basically both parents must have sickle cell trait in order for their children oh, to mm-hmm. inherit the disease. Now, it's a 50-50% chance. So one parent has the trait and the other parent may have the disease, then it's a 50-50 chance that you know, the child may have a disease or the trait. So both my parents have the actual, you know, trait. Mm-hmm. So I was born or I was diagnosed when I was one with the disease. So it varies. Um, you know, it can c- cause a lot of complications, especially um, with the sickle cell. It's not a normal blood, you know, a normal shaped cell like right. a donut, like, you know, with normal people's blood cells. It's more shaped like a sickle or a banana shape, so mm-hmm. when those cells get stuck together, um, it causes a lack of oxygen, and it does cause major pain. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, I have a quick follow-up question to that. I'm not sure how old you are, Patrice, but <laughs> you know um, in the rap community, Prodigy had yeah. sickle cell, and he just passed. Yeah. Um, do you have any issues, because they said I mean, he was in Vegas where it was really hot, he just finished doing the show, he wanted right. to have the prices going in. Do you have any issues now because of the weather outside? Um, Honestly, I haven't really had a major pain crisis, per se, mm-hmm. where I was hospitalized since 1999. Now, about two or three years ago, I experienced, you know, um, a small, minor pain crisis where I just only went to the ER, they gave me... Um, morphine pain medicine, but I wasn't really hospitalized. But a lot of times with different patients living with sickle cell, um, climate change, weather does, you know, take a toll and has a major effect. Like, if, especially when it's hot, you can't be in the heat that long. You got to have water, keep yourself hydrated, or same thing with being cold because that does sometimes trigger, you know, pain crisis. But I was fortunate that, you know, in the last couple of years, since 1999, I haven't really experienced a major pain crisis where I was actually hospitalized for a week or two. Okay. Okay. Um, well, I have a couple questions for you. I'm going to ask you a sickle cell question, too. Um, my aunt died uh, from sickle cell when she was 26. And oh, wow. Was a few years back. I mean, I was only like 13 then. But I'm sure that the treatment has uh, advanced Right. So, um, how often do you spend time in the hospital? I'm just curious. Um, to be honest, no time. Um, I barely get a blood transfusion. I only had like one blood transfusion, and that was like back in 2014. Mm, That was the last time. Um, I do know a lot of uh, sickle cell patients do take uh, a treatment or medicine that actually was. It started out as a chemotherapy for breast cancer, well, cancer patients, but they tried it on sickle cell patients called hydroxyurea. And luckily for me, that has 
you know, help. I've been taking that since 1999. Mm-hmm. So okay. I haven't really been hospitalized, to be honest, since 1999. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, let me ask you about your books now. How many books have you published in total, and uh, what genre do you write in particular? I have published a total of six books. Um, my first book was published 2012. Um, the first book, the genre, I do write poetry, so the first Two books of poetry. Um, I have written two children book with um, that talks about a child living with sickle cell, which basically tells my story some way. And I wrote a short fiction book, and the genre was fiction. But my last latest book, the genre is urban Christian, which I published last year, July. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you spend a lot of time writing, I see. Yeah. Yes. And you yes. blog as well? Huh? You blog and you write books? I blog, write, the magazine. I do it the whole nine yards. Okay. <laughs> we, we must be keeping you from something. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Patrice. This is Will again. I have a question just about the disease in general. Um, I've known quite a few people throughout my life who've had sickle cell, but they've right. always all been black. Is this a disease that predominantly affects African Americans? I mean, it predominantly do affect African Americans. However, a lot of people don't know it affects other cultures. Mm-hmm. Um, people of Indian, India descent, um, people in Puerto Rico. So it does affect that. Um, the people Caribbean. So it does affect people other people. background cultures. Mm-hmm. But it's known, people always call it the black disease mm-hmm. because predominantly it does affect, it does affect, you know, mostly African American, but that's you know, where we're trying to do more awareness for people of diversity because it affects more okay. than just African Americans. Oh, okay. Didn't know that. Thank you. Wow. You're welcome. Okay, Patrice, this is Caprice again. <laughs> Tell us about your magazine, Fuse. One, what does Fuse stand for? What is the acronyms for? And two, when are you going to have me in the magazine? <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. um, <laughs> Fuse stands for Follow Your Success to Elevation. Um, I recently changed it um, to the acronym to that recently, early this year, because I felt that was a better, you know, uh, element for it because mm-hmm. the people that I feature in there, um, you know, business owners, I do feature a lot of people with health and awareness, you know, like breast cancer survivors and domestic violence. Um, also, I'm kind of revamping it a little bit um, to focus more on fashion. I do have the fashion issue coming out for July, you know, featuring the um, 757 models. So a lot of the models from this area is going to be in there. So focus on entertainment, music, that sort of thing. And the second, you know, the question, um, just let me know, Capri. Oh, is is that let easy? me know. Uh, see. <laughs> oh, um, this is Dr. Coleman. I want to know when I'm going to be in the. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to yeah. reach out to you on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think we both have something to offer <laughs> yes. to your viewers and readers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's great. I look forward to it. So, my, my question to you is uh, what are you doing to uh, help promote the awareness of sickle cell? Um. Well, basically, I'm volunteering. I used to volunteer, but most likely I'm promoting on a lot on you know social media, letting people 
um, basically letting people know well, first what disease is, the major symptoms of the disease. Um, I used to volunteer at um, a local chapter in Norfolk by Military Circle Mall. I used to work there, actually, and just help, you know, organizing the walk they usually have every September. So basically just sharing with people what sickle cell is, who it affects, and just giving bits and pieces of facts and information. I try to, um, I want to, for September, you know, feature, of course, people who have organizations, you know, with sickle cell and people who have sickle cell feature. So okay. That's important. So September is the walk. That happens all, uh, all over the um, United States. Yes, because a lot of different states have different chapters um, where they have walks and everything, so that's major. Um, I'm not sure when the one here is. I know it's usually at Norfolk State oh, okay. Stadium every September. Okay. Okay. That's awesome. Great. Yes, yes. Well, Patrice, aside from the walk, you know, what's in store for you and your brand, and then how can people follow you to stay up to date? Well, as far as the magazine, I, people can always go on my website, IamPatriceRivers.com, and, of course, my Instagram. I'm always posting updates with the magazine, and people who want to advertise my Instagram is IamFuse, and then Fuse is the acronym with the dots in between, IamFuse Magazine. And basically, people can subscribe for free on Jumag. I do publish a magazine through Jumag, MadCloud, and Issue.com. Okay. And it usually come out every month, but next year I'm going to change that. It's going to be quarterly, you know, four issues okay. with the local issue and then national and the ATL one. So. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Patrice, thank you so much uh, for coming on the show. I appreciate all the information that you gave. You're welcome. No problem. Thank you for having me. Good night. Have a good night. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Okay. Did we finish talking about Al? Because I don't think I finished well, no, the second you didn't part. Get, you didn't finish the age. You was asking a question. Oh, about yeah. The age. Well, yes. And I was glad that Dr. Coleman also has a 20 year gap. So, what were, the, what were some issues? There had to be some issues. Maybe not now, but Frozen early on. on, yeah. No, now there are issues. I'll tell you what the biggest issue is in my household. My <laughs> 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 it's crazy. My husband is. Uh-huh. Okay. From way back. Mm. He still insists upon creasing his jeans. <laughs> oh, really? That's a fashion issue. He hasn't let that go. No. Is he really stern? Like neat? Everything has to be in order? And No, he's just particular about those creases. Does he dress neat? When we go out. Really? I can always tell a military guy because the way they're dressed, they're just really, really, really. Let me ask you a question. Do you wash his clothes? He does. Okay, because my husband military too. He don't let me wash the clothes. Really? And mm -mm, he like he likes his socks folded a certain way. I mean, I did do it when we first got married, but then he would come home and undo everything because his socks and his shirts is going to be a certain way. They fold. They roll them up. They roll them up a certain way, and he still keeps a packed bag. Near his bed, mm -hmm. still keep, with everything in it. Oh no, he's not. Good. Just in case, he always say he, he you never, never know, know the house catch on fire with up. Yeah, because in the military bag. you always had to be ready. Mm -hmm. yeah. He still keeps a pack bag, so if we happen to go away somewhere, he just change stuff out and. I keep a pack bag in my trunk, but I'm just saying. Well, hey, that's <laughs> the other reason. I used to do that too when I was single. <laughs> just a joke. Just, just a joke. Not <laughs> 
But you know what, Al is so well. Do you, how do you feel going out with a, a 25-year-old? In, in wrong. You I feel, feel like, because yeah. I look older than my husband. Mm-hmm. I mean, I look younger than my husband. Uh-huh. People always say, I heard my friend first seeing she's like, oh, that your uncle your uncle came in town uh-huh. I'm like no that was my boyfriend uh-huh. and I used to feel embarrassed but I, I keep I make him keep a bald head now really yeah I, I'm not going out really? with without a bald head bald head is younger his yeah and really Wow. You graduated high school with your ex-husband and your stepdaughter. Lord. Yeah. Worked went wow. Yeah, yeah so, so people thought that you was his daughter, right? Not because I knew him then, yeah, but, but mm-hmm. because of the age. The, the age difference. difference. So yeah, you? I just, I mean, I would love, to, like I said, I would, something that I'm doing, it has to be because I believe in energies. Mm-hmm. Nobody has been, it's always been in the 20s up to maybe the most 35. Now, I know I'm youthful. I know I keep myself together. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they think, a lot of people say it's because of what you have, that they're, they're, they mm-hmm. want that. I don't know what you have, so. We'll see. Well, the hair shop, you know. Well, I mean, you. But I know he ain't got the credential everything you got, so how do you feel about that? He's young no, and he don't have no degrees, I'm pretty no sure. No degrees, no degrees. Um, has a job. <laughs> That's it. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> We're back where we yeah. About yeah. Paper so don't matter. You're saying that you don't want to go back and get your second one. However. This will be my third one because I have an associate. Okay. But my brother told me, he said, whenever you get a degree, it trumps the rest of them. It do. Yeah. That's sad. You see them people with them name them acronyms. I'm pretty sure you yeah. got the PhD, the MN. But you only MBA recognize the PhD, right? You don't, yeah. That's, that's what my brother some, is. Some, um. People put all that stuff behind oh, it. Oh, yeah, long. Depends on the job you're going them. for or whatever. I put everything on it. I even put my life coach my certification. Co- you license. I'm going to put all of them. On your resume or your uh, yeah. CV, but you don't have to put it on your business card. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a long, yeah. Exactly. I guess because it's That's just perceived that if you have your PhD, you have the rest of them. Yeah, but as far as what you're dating mm-hmm. and that paper, my friend dated somebody. She met online mm-hmm. and they went to the restaurant. Now, on paper, it met every criteria she wanted doctorate, everything, because she's going for her doctorate. But when she got on that date, she said it was like watching paint dry. It yeah. was the boring. He had no yeah. personality. So that changed her mind about making sure this person has all these credentials. Yeah. Because he was, he was boring. What's the conversation going to be like? What life experiences can you discuss? They're boring. Yeah. But, and, but see, that's a stereotype that people have about us. We're boring. We're uncoordinated. <laughs> non-athletic. They say uncoordinated? Or... or, or Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I see the image that people are drawing. Okay. Because of the glasses with glasses the glasses crooked with, with the, the tape, right the tape there. on it. Which is not true. I don't say. Some of them have to meet the criteria of me. <laughs> Where? I'm a black woman with no rhythm. You can't dance. No. Oh, poor thing. Count. <gasps> oh, my God. Ten, nine. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of. Mm. I said, you know what, I think we focus too much on the count. But one, two, three, because most people mm-hmm. move, just move. Just move. 
They feel to be in the counting and trying to subtract, <laughs> divide. Yeah. Hmm. It's just too basic for you Negative guys. Too. Yeah. Positive See? Too. Too much, too much. Well, if I was an old man, I mean, old man, Lord, if I was a single woman, I wouldn't date Al Sharpton. But I don't know if you ever seen this other gentleman on Instagram. He's an older model. Oh, my goodness. Yes. That's very few and far between. Yes, yes. I wouldn't care how old he was. He looks That's how I want to be. The men's warehouse guy. Is it him? Not men's warehouse. He's not in this area. No, I don't think that's him. I know who you're talking about. This guy... It's like 10 this times guy, that yeah, one. He's yeah. a, a, Are you serious? He yeah. became a model by accident. By, I think his grandchild posted, a picture, posted of a picture of him. And it oh, went viral. Yeah, you oh, know what Yes, and he just models everything now. Like, woof. So that's, that's a good-looking older guy. But, but yeah. you got to check out the other one. We got Men's Warehouse. Home. We got to look it up. But what about this yeah. Al? Because Al and his wife have been separated amicably since 2004. So that he's not divorced. That's a long time. Yeah. Because I, I have relatives. Like, I would think because Aunt has been with this guy for so while mm-hmm. that she's single, but they say no, she's still married to Uncle Larry. That's the but they just ain't together. Yeah. That's the old way. So what do you think about you know? Because he, he's already talking about this is his fiance. He's sixty two. She's thirty eight. The I stylist. Work it, 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 still he's still married. married. Uh, I have worked in a hospital where people was separated for forty something years. Uh-huh. The wife been living on the man for the past 20 years and got things together. However, when that man died, <laughs> she had no say-so. They couldn't even move that body, body until uh, that wife uh-huh. got there. And she had everything. She had everything, and she was able to say everything because mm-hmm. she technically, by law, was still his wife. Mm-hmm. And they had another incident work at the hospital where the, the man was, like, on life support. The kids wanted them to still stay because they felt he was still there. Mm-hmm. The girlfriends felt the same way. That wife came from New York. Uh-huh. She said, pull it. <laughs> Which cord is it? <laughs> and said, she spoke to the doctors. Yeah. The doctors told her what it is. You know, she didn't have any emotion attached to it. So uh-huh. the kids had emotion. So you're going to want to stay. Mm-hmm. She said, no. Now the kids, they, they stopped speaking to her. But she came and she made that decision because by law, she's still his wife. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's the hard part. Mm-hmm. Even when somebody was applying for um, to go into like a nursing home, you know, you can't have any assets. Mm-hmm. That wife owns stuff. He can't get any Medicaid. Wow. So you, you got to be careful still being married to somebody uh-huh. and being separated that long because mm-hmm. it's a price to pay. I don't want my ex-husband coming to make no decision for me right. or my, you know, separated 20-some years. I've been with this chick for the last 20, and you're going to come and just pull my plug? Yeah. It's, it happens. <laughs> it, by law, it's And it would get pulled just because you've been with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the lawyers are for. Get divorced and get Okay. What else do you have to talk about, babe? I, 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 my thing is I understand this is a touchy subject with Bill Cosby. I understand what people are going through. I understand the situation of uh, molestation and rape. But 15 years, you're about to bring something back up? This man is about to go to court now. It says Bill Cosby returned to court for civil suit alleging he sexually assaulted a teen girl at the Playboy Mansion in 1946. Be so quiet. he about to, yes. Uh, yes. yes, yes, yes. 19, sorry, 1974. It said Bill Cosby had to court again this time for a civil trial to face accusations of sexual assaulting a teenage girl at the Playboy Mansion in 1974. Where is the statute of limitations at? Well, first of all, where were the other 30 girls? I mean, why was she even there if she was a teenager? Because they just probably looked good. She was 15 year old's court record state. 
The statute of limitations had expired for a criminal case, but California law allows victims of underage sexual abuse to file a lawsuit decades after alleged okay. incident took place. So they're, they're, they're fishing, whoever the legal team. They're looking for different ways to get in. Yeah. So Cosby has already given a deposition in this case, which is sealed. So he go to court July 30th, not on the case of the right, women, this but this is from a 15 year old from 1974. Come on. At, at what time do you say, you know what? No matter how much money you're going to get, it's not going to erase the memories if it didn't happen. Yeah, right. 15 year old, her mother should be held responsible. It should be a uh, child something. Yeah. And you have to because it was at his place. Exactly. So why is this man? On a They're civil case. Him, so because they can. Yeah. Why I'm sure all this, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why now? So it says, in her civil lawsuit, Judy Huff alleges Cosby molested her in a bedroom at the Playboy Mansion. Hugh Hefner um, framed his states when she was 15. Mm-hmm. So now you got to go to court to answer something that was in 1974? That they may take your money for? Is that that? I mean, is, does that seem right? No, it doesn't seem right at all. Did she, who, did she, who did you tell at fifteen? Who did you tell? I don't know. So why now? Recall because you that, couldn't do criminal, that. but you can't still do civil. So why now? Well, you know, what are you going to get out of it? Money if he don't have any left. Yeah. She, I'm sure they're yeah. going to get that. So he has to actually go to court for but this But it's going to be something after that. <laughs> and it's just like, at, at what point do you say, come on now? No. At 80, they're probably just trying to kill him, stress him to death. They've already, I know what goes on in that house with Camille. Yeah. Because she came out smiling one day. I ain't seen her since. <laughs> she wrote that judge a <laughs> dear, right, dear judge it. letter. <laughs> that's it. It's just like, I'm like, okay, come on now. Found, enough is enough. I found out that when they go back, the same judge, has to try, has to to try I don't think case. she knew yeah. that. And she's now already she shared her feelings, how she feels about the judge. But now when they retry. But, like, I mean, 1974? I mean, yeah. you was 15. Yeah. It doesn't go away, but uh. give it a rest, lady. I mean, come on. I mean, I, you're not going to have, your memory's still going to be there what happened. And like you said, that's a good point. How do you know that was Bill Cosby? True. What did Kellyanne do? Kellyanne. Oh, my God. I heard that she was anti-Trump She said, those on Medicaid, this is Kellyanne Conway, y'all. Listen, Uh those on Medicaid who will lose health insurance can always get a job. That's what she's saying. So why, uh, you know, we press so hard. Able-bodied. Able-bodied Yeah. Yeah, right. The article touched on some of the points that a people are working and don't make enough money to have insurance and be able to afford. Employers not providing it, so they have to get Medicaid mm-hmm. in order to have coverage. Right. They can't afford to buy. It. Mm-hmm. The other people that are on Medicaid are on Medicaid because of disability, disability. Mm-hmm. Narrow-minded. Narrow-minded and... <laughs> Absent-minded, really. And, and, you know, 
Well, that's what happens when you hire a cabinet. Forty million who she's worth forty million dollars herself. Mm. Yeah, and then the the Betsy, the education girl, like you said, she's never been in private. Mm-hmm. But she's worth. Isn't she a billionaire? Yeah, she was a billionaire before she got in. That's why she so got in. So when he surrounded it's himself with all these people, how can they even relate to the needs and they requirements of people? Care. That's why they want to get rid of all those things which they feel that they're paying for. Exactly. And she says, Obamacare took Medicaid, which was designed to help the poor, the needy, the sick, disabled, also children, and pregnant women. It took it and went way above the poverty line. Too many able-bodied Americans, she said, they should probably find other, at least see if there are other options for them. There are no other options. Yeah. And the Medicare, I mean, you got people that's going that make thirteen thousand a year on Medicare, mm-hmm. and their insurance is going to skyrocket versus the younger individuals that don't that barely even go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. But that's what Obamacare did. I mean, the younger people didn't pay that much right. because they didn't go as right. much right. than what we did. You know, the older people go. I mean, right. we don't even go that much. We go for our annual checkup. The mm-hmm. older people right. need it, and the people that have pre-existing conditions. But they're trying to take all that because they don't use it. And actually, like I always tell people. Trump, you living in a free house. You living in public houses. Mm-hmm. We pay for that house you living yeah. in. So well, you technically why, in public That's probably housing. why Melania was so slow in getting there. <laughs> she didn't want to go to public Going houses. to the project. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or oh, after they just left here. I, yeah. I was thinking, I was wondering, did they actually probably throw away all the money? I'm sure they get rid of all that. You don't think they They had the nerve to get, even get, say get, at one, one media outlet that they said there was roaches there. There was no roaches no. there. Oh. That's just ignorance, 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 ignorance. It just, you know, we just have to, we have to do better, people. Do better. We'll end with the calculators because that's going to give me a headache on my way home. I want to tie into something that's going back to the one that you were talking about with the 15-year-old who claimed that Bill Mm -hmm. Cosby did that. So in North Carolina, they have a new law that they're trying to put into effect. No doesn't really mean no. North Carolina means women can revoke consent for sex. So it was one Monday in January. Um, a 19-year-old girl named Aaliyah Palmer, they put her name in there, spent several hours telling law enforcement people in Fayetteville that she had been raped. So things started out like this. She said in, she had a consensual encounter in a bathroom with a young man, but when this man was having sex with her, he began tearing out her hair. Mm. She demanded he stop. He didn't. Then a, then a detective interrupted her her account of the of the occasion and asked her um, at any time after she said no did her attacker stop having sex with her then penetrate her once again she said yes he said okay according to Palmer he said that's very important it's important because in North Carolina a person cannot withdraw consent for sex once intercourse is taking place because of a 1979 state supreme court law that has never been overturned, continuing to have sex with someone who consented, then backed out, isn't considered to be rape. So it can't get too much when you say stop, and I don't stop. That's not rape. What do you think? I'm, I'm, I disagree with it, and I'm also thinking about the definition of stop. <laughs> What's Okay. There's only one Webster yeah. definition <laughs> yeah. of stop. No, 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 no. What's the physics definition of stop? <laughs> Technically, stop means no motion. 
their definition of End everything, basically. Okay. Tearing out her hair, you know, stop. And he didn't stop. But she said, I don't think hair was on that list of... He said, but when the man having sex with her, sex with her began tearing out her hair, yeah. she demanded he stop, her but he weed, didn't. Her weed, her $500 weed, right. that's what it was. Huh? I'm talking about the law part of it. Oh, right. The law says what? This, a person what cannot withdraw consent for sex once oh. intercourse is taking place. It's Mm-hmm. So, so once he start, he ain't got to stop just because you say stop. That goes back to what my definition of stop is. Okay. What, is, what does stop mean? You got off for, or y'all separated, or you just took a break? Oh, that, I got you. I got you. I got you. Because stop on here means cause an action, process, or event to come to an end. An uh, end, period. An end. Like That's what the definition end. is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, that's still vague. I, I just, that, yeah, that's, 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 that's just, by a shady lawyer. They said continuing to have sex with someone who consented, then backed out, isn't considered to be rape. That's what I'm saying. So well, even if it's a break, if it continues again, if she just needs, like, I need five minutes. Yeah. And then start yeah. back, then, you know. Like, uh, well, if now if you stopped, and then like, okay, well, no, nah, that's it, I don't want to go no more. Then I can understand. Yeah. But in the middle of the the pump, uh-huh. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> I mean, in the middle of the motion. Yeah, uh huh. In the middle of the motion. Oh God, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm in the middle of the motion. Mm-hmm. Then, no, no, yeah. no. no. Right. <laughs> but no, no. I yeah. mean, if you take a break, then yeah, mm-hmm. then you don't want no more than that. Then that that should stop. It should stop. He found the article. Oh, it's, it's news, babe. You have to look past physics. It's, it's in the news. It's in the world. It's in the world. It's in the world. It's in the world. Oh, yeah. in the world. I don't know if you ever watch um, the Carmichael show. Yes. And they had, did you see that episode? It's a new season on now, and they just had an episode about rape. Mm-hmm. Um, it was about because the, the brother on the Carmichael show um, he always has good subjects on it. And the brother of the Carby Show had actually had intercourse with this young lady, and she was drunk. The brother? The, the bro- he has a brother. He had, yeah, yeah him. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's married. He's actually divorced from that other girl in real life, the one that's on the funny lady. And um, she didn't give consent. She didn't say yes. But, you know, they was having a good time, whatever, and they just did it. So um, they was reading an article, and he says, oh, my God. I think I just raped this young lady. And he was like, what? He said, she never said, yes, we can go ahead. We just started. So mm-hmm. did I actually? Mm-hmm. No. So then, what was um, the, 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 the lawyer would say, well, did you resist? In what ways yeah. did you But after the know? whole show, uh-huh. he, he won, finally went to her because he was going to tell her that he actually sorry for doing that. Uh-huh. And she was like, oh, you didn't do that. Um, he was like, well, why you didn't want to just keep going on? She said, it wasn't because you raped me, because you was bad. Oh. <laughs> What show was that? The, the Carmichael show. We have to watch it. Okay. It comes on on Wednesdays, actually. Come on Wednesdays. But I usually watch it on YouTube. You watch your man, but I usually watch it on... Um, Is that the one with um, Loretta Devine? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and her and... Um, oh, why did I miss that? I love what's her. The, what's David the... Allen. David Allen Greer. Okay, oh, it's, yeah. it's funny. It comes on. But his is social. A lot of his stuff is social. Mm-hmm. And it's really good. Because the first one was about the, the, the mother have all time something she wanted to just take her own life and... Mm-hmm. It was good. Then the other one was about a gay wedding. 
that they didn't know if they should go and did not go, and it was really good. It's comedy. Social. Yeah. Yes. Who's this? The Carmichael Show. He actually was the guy that I never seen the movie Get Out. He wrote Get Out, uh-huh. and so he did that. But I never seen the movie okay. yet. Mm-hmm. But it's really good, The Carmichael Show. Okay. Well, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna come back and we're gonna have your STEM question. You have a good one for us. Okay. You know, a good one. Okay, but we're gonna take a break so that we can get our minds. We have to get our minds together for this question. So we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. You're listening to Let's Face on. It, and we'll be right back. You've been listening to Let's Face It with Bill Strayhorn and Friends. We'll be right back. Okay, forest animals, today is a new day. Kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow. Yes? Have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. Okay, River. Dude. How's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. Perfect for a little riverside shoeless relaxation. Ah, good. Owl, you here? Cool. Who's asking? I am. Look, you know the drill. Sleep during the day, scare the kids at night. Perfect. I love my job. Uh, Oak Tree? Sup? Still in the same place I left you last year. That's what I like. Consistency. Well, it's not like I'm going anywhere for the next couple hundred years. I know. I love it. Uh, Turtle. Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Ugh, he's late every morning. You'd think he would have learned by now to leave the night before our meetings. Okay. Squirrel, has anybody seen Mr. Squirrel? The forest has been preparing just for you. Visit a forest near you today. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Kelsey Grammer. When military service members head into battle, none are expected to face the enemy alone. But many return home and become isolated as they struggle with the visible and invisible wounds of war. It can be difficult knowing how to overcome that challenge and rekindle bonds similar to those formed in the military. Wounded Warrior Project supports these injured veterans through their recoveries by connecting them with fellow warriors and their communities. No one should fight this battle alone. Join us at WoundedWarriorProject.org. It's pretty amazing when you consider that seven years ago, we didn't have the treatments we have now. We cure 80% of children with cancer. Go back 50 years, we were curing 20 to 30%. This is the miracle story of modern medicine. We understand what makes this cancer tick. And of course, without donors from around the world, this just couldn't happen. There's one thing we're focused on, and that's beating this thing. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. You wanted to see me? Yes, please, have a seat. So here's the thing. When this company brought you on, we took a chance on you. You didn't have that four-year college degree we typically look for. Right. But we gave you a shot anyway. And since then, you've worked incredibly hard and given it your all. Thanks. You've been an important asset to the team. But I don't think you can be an intern here anymore. (sighs) We want to hire you. You're, You're serious? Absolutely. Find your next great employee. Introduce yourself to the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. I won't let you down. I know. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. You are now listening to Let's Face It with Will Strayhorn and Friends. Now back to the show. Welcome back. I'm in the studio with Miss Caprice Elmore. 
Yeah. You're, you're, you're a local legend now with the show. You I, know I that? Am, we have people who, who actually request you. There you go. That's so what you're I'm making talking a about, presence. people. Yeah. And then Dr. Trina Coleman, we're going to talk to her about STEM. We're going to talk to about STEM. We didn't get a chance earlier to talk to you about the website. I went on it. Great. And just found out that you built it yourself. So www.academicbluebloodcom academicbluebloodcom and you told us what um, what it stands for. You coined that phrase. Tell us about the website. Okay, I'm glad, I'm glad you asked. Yes. We've been talking about a plethora of topics tonight. I'm having a great time. But my website is set up to bring awareness to the fact that a there is the capability for students to become blue bloods, as mm-hmm. I call them, to hone their skills, uh, to be mentored, and it's also set up to share some of my academic background and to talk about my ability to give speaking engagements and or workshops and uh, talk about mentoring. So on the front page of my website, I have a diagram. It's a scattering diagram. I'm about to get real physics-like nerdy. And uh, it's got an incoming particle, then it's got a molecule. It's an atom, actually. Mm -hmm. And it intersects or interacts with the atom and then stuff flies off. That's what happens when you have scattering in physics. So I equated that to mentoring. Approach, interact, spread knowledge, create knowledge. So wow. there are things that happen after the interactions in the uh, experiment just as there are in, in real life. So if a mentor sees a group of students, one of them has got to be interested in doing something science-related. So they interact, and then the mentor grooms him the point where now this student is a, is able to talk about what he knows. Not only that, he's able to go off and create new stuff and research new stuff. So that's the vision that I have for Academic Blue Bloods. Mm-hmm. Let's make Blue Bloods. Mm-hmm. Let's take our students, take our scholars, find our gifted, mentor them, make them as good as they can be. And um, my online platform, which is what I'm building now, have online STEM courses. I'm doing physics, I'm doing math, I'm doing math assessments. Uh, I have a biologist and a chemist also that are going to be working with me to put up online content. And it's going to be available for people to go online and help them to learn or refresh themselves with uh, math concepts for those of you who are not mathematically savvy, as you say. Well, that's our next question. 
Well, since you want to be a speaker and want to come talk about things, how can somebody request you and, or follow you on social media to get your information? Okay. They can request me uh, at the website, academicblueblood.com. I have a contact page there. And you can fill out the contact page and say what you want and uh, who you are, and I'll have all of that come to me by email. My Twitter handle is drtlc. TLC are actually my initials. <laughs> drtlc is my Twitter handle. Also have um, an academic blue blood Twitter site. Uh, don't ask me what it is. Academic <laughs> DRTLC. That's what it is. Did you? And I have a Facebook page for academic. Yep. Did you? Yep. <laughs> oh, look at Facebook. I have an academic blue blood uh, page, and or you can just follow me on Facebook. And um, I have an Instagram account. I don't know what it is. <laughs> 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 I have not gotten to that point yet. Where are you? Okay. So, um, okay. But yeah, between Twitter, Facebook, and the website, I am easy available. To find. Yes. Good. Yes. Good. Good. And good. Mr. Strayhorn knows how to reach me. Yes. 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 As a matter of fact, um, I'll put you on the website. I'll add you to the website oh, with links. We'll okay. do that. We'll Ooh, do that. Perfect. Um, but thank you for coming on the show. And always, Caprice, thank you for coming on the show. Yes, yes, yes. I enjoyed it. I love it being with the number one radio the, show. We are the number one show on WODU. I'm so, I, I still can't get over that. But I'm, I'm very thankful for everything that's going on. Um, TV platform, I wasn't going to tell anybody yet. It's coming very soon. That's what I've been working on. Um, Good. Have the logo down. Um, Talk to the camera people and just now looking for a venue. To well, shoot. let me let me sit up just in case you need me for the yeah <laughs> yes you yes. But you will definitely be here for the last show. <laughs> Our last um, show of the summer series is Wednesday, July twenty sixth. You'll be here for that. Um, yeah, and the next week is all about relationships, love and relationships. Oh yes, make sure that you tune in next Wednesday between seven and nine p.m. Eastern. Um, we're gonna have a lot of fun. All right, y'all have any closing words? Yes. I just want to say this was awesome. I had a great time. I did not know what to expect. Really? And that was what I got. Okay. <laughs> what I did not know what to expect, but it was fun. And um, I'd love to come back anytime you want to have it. Definitely. And Definitely. Because you have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. About the calculator. All the way around Ooh. that one. We yeah. didn't talk about the calculator yet. That's just like but, she was saying. That's in all the schools. I mean, for us, yeah. we, that was on our list to buy calculators. But, but in all seriousness, though, mm-hmm. there are things that we need to do as a community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Financially and intellectually. I agree. So those are my closing words. I agree. All right, you Caprice. Yeah, the thing is. I just always say live your life on purpose. Don't be paper driven, because once you're paper driven, that paper driven, you will definitely lose your purpose. And paper is not just the degree, but also money. And then you taught me passion and purpose over paper, right? That's right. All right. I might get that on a T shirt. I don't know. I'm known for stealing, but okay. Well, thank <laughs> Until next week, everybody. I, I enjoyed myself. Thank yes, you, ladies. Yes, yes, um, yes. Until next week, everybody, be blessed. Thank you for listening to Let's Face It with Will Strayhorn and Friends. Please be sure to visit us on the web at letsfaceitradio.com and at Let's Face It Radio on Facebook for the latest in show information and exciting, innovating ways that you can be a part of the show. So tune in next week, same place, same time, for real people, real topics, real talk. Let's face it.
You are listening to WODU, ODU Source for radio and television. Check us out on Spreaker, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, 89.3 FM, and Channel 70-1 on campus for some of the best programming from students right here at ODU. Thank you for listening to the Monarch Source for College Radio, WODU.
smile on the face. Bigger around the booty, but it's smaller around the waist. Oh, good Lord, what a fine display. If you're looking for a dime piece, heard it they out there now. Heard it they out there. Can't be mad at me for staring at the chest. What, what you doing here with all that flesh? Oh my goodness, I'm so obsessed. If you're looking for a dumb piece, heard that they out there now. Heard that they out there. Well, all right. Far out. And if you feel me, you call it. Wow, man, I heard a day out there now. Boy, it's so hungry, and she looking like a meal. If she want to ride, I can let her take the wheel. Oh, that body is so unreal. If you're looking for a dime piece, heard a day out there now. I heard a day out there. Well, all right. Far out. Bet a hundred dollars at a skincare now. Don't look in her eyes, she's the devil herself. Lord, I'm going straight to hell. If you're looking for a dime piece, heard that they out there now. Heard they out there. All right. Far out. And if you feel me, you call it.
stuck in my ways and I can't help it. I'ma break your heart and I can't help it. Knew it from the start, baby, I felt it. Girl, don't you say it. Don't say it. Hide it. Yeah. I can see the future, I'm a psychic. Yeah. I can see the end and the horizon. I'm not trying to love, so why are you trying? She said she is in the me, I feel it. Yeah. Promiscuous, her remedy, I feel it. Yeah. Evil in her eyes are so rebellious. Yeah. I ain't playing hero with a feeling. Yeah, yeah. I'ma keep it cool and stay my lane. Yeah. You look at me like I'm acting strange. Yeah. Angels in the day and night, they demons. You can never see them. I'm the only one to see them. Fred. 
friends with his wife.
feelings like I'm state struck. No bond fighting cases for like eight months. In the Commonwealth on a year, you do like eight months. I can't expect you to feel it if you won't catch up. But I learned to live with regret and I never gave up. They change up when you down bad and your money low. It's like more money, more problems as far as numbers go. Even your family is stabbed your back, it's like your throat. What little change they change on you, kaleidoscope. A lot of dope and came and slain brown hair. Some out of town that came was slain down here. If it ain't business or fam, don't come around here. I'm tired for the for life, and this is our year. Yeah, cause round here we said we own one. 448 grams, that's a whole one. That Fin 57, I'm trying to own one. Check Radio. Be sure to tune in every Tuesday and Thursday at 4.30 here on WODU.com or on Facebook at Cupcheck Radio. It's a show about peanuts. Flavor peanuts. For peanuts. Be sure to also subscribe to our podcast on iTunes for the best sports news. It is an experience. I've heard. It was quite the experience. Cupcheck Radio, Tuesday and Thursday at 4.30. Can't wait. 
You're tuned in to WODU, the heartbeat of Old Dominion. Somebody's 
She fill up my memory And they haunt me Like memories Offended And they tell me I'll always be your fool Oh, I guess I'll always be your fool Always caught up in a fast life. Someone's always caught up in a fast life. hard when the father is yelling it takes it out on her the dark for the hell of it only 13 when she started developing by 15 attracting the older gentleman she let him in mom wasn't looking she might have been turned a blind eye thought it better than fighting with her little girl caught in a sinister world no sibling or sister that can show her the pearl so she turns to the night sky drinking to get by pills above the sink that be helping her get high all the while she's forgetting to ask why feeling like the only way of living is let die My goodbyes, the hardest speech. Go along for the ride at a startling speed. Through the rise and the fall and the valleys and peaks. While the heart tries to find what it needs. Don't be caught up in the fast life. Someone's always caught up in the fast life. Fast life. Someone's always caught up in the fast life. Oh, 
heart to get up out your mama's basement. If I could buy my way to heaven or a diamond bracelet, can't help. I wonder if my time is wasted. If I'm waiting on the train instead of trying to race it too fast. My lady told me slow down, baby. By the way, it worked for such a sense, you know I'm crazy. Hey, you gotta walk before you run. Gotta look before you leap. But lose faith before you preach it. Just think before you reach for the handle of your gun. And you running from what you done to become what you never wanted. You hunted, you wanna run. Running from the sand to the sirens. Chicago, no violence. Nobody can tell me, come by me. I need an island to hold my family. Taking 10 rows at the Grammy seats. Granted, we've known each other for some time. It don't take a whole day to recognize sunshine. Look around. Fast life. Someone's always calling. Fast life.
perpetuating cultural norms afraid to walk at night too far from the blue light of course it was the victim's fault existing with us
ain't mad at you. Can never break no cash with you. All this for my that held me down and did what they had to do. Cut off of my old, cut off all of my old foes. They not on my level, can't even be with them, cause it's not on my schedule. Cause she on no fresh from Jamaica, shout out to Chambers. There's one in the chamber, no love for a stranger, no patience for foolishness. I really do this. Need a new plug with my old one on some movie. I just play my role, my damn life need a movie script. Was to look in my reflection with mutual respect, yeah I know I'm more than just a badge and a weapon But when you see me coming, you recognize my profession You should believe that I'ma leave an impression Even if it means I gotta put my knee on your neck, man It was never meant for you to pass this test The last question on the quiz is what the f*** you expect, man A little money made them want some protection Because so many with no money made the money feel threatened And we accept there's gonna be some exceptions 
But it's built on the connection of ownership and possessions. Baby boy, you pay attention to them lessons. If you flexing any teeth, I'ma send you to the dentist. It all depends on how you fit into my spectrum. From lectures to handcuffs to beatdowns to death wish. I was told to tell a one-sided story. And that's why I had to eliminate your perspective. I was afraid for my death. I had to make an assessment. Ain't my day to be checked. I felt the weight on my chest. I was told to tell a one-sided story. So say a prayer, cause this one's gone to heaven. Innocence is a submissive position. It's a one-sided story. Read it to your children. of Cup Check Radio. Oh! Be sure to tune in every Tuesday and Thursday at 4.30 here on WODU.com or on Facebook at Cup Check Radio. So it's a show about peanuts. Flavor peanuts. Four peanuts. Be sure to also subscribe to our podcast on iTunes for the best sports news. It is an experience. I've heard. It was quite the experience. Cup Check Radio, Tuesday and Thursday at 4.30. Can't wait. You're listening to WODU, ODU source for radio and television. Check us out on Spreaker, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, 89.3 FM, and Channel 70-1 on campus for some of the best programming from students right here at ODU. Thank you for listening to the Monarch Source for College Radio.
Said I'll rhyme over Diplo to get your honey dip. Free the porpoise, have it popping up the fishnet. She ain't on my plan, she hasn't heard me spit yet. Actual, factual, national, geographic. Getting like Jackie Onassis. Don't be so dramatic. You wheezing asthmatics. I'm laughing because I went and switched for an aspirin. This beats classic, so reach for the attic. If you never was, then you'll never be a has-been. Think Cleopatra, be she's Alaskan. Treat your queen like I had to in a napkin. Yo, let's conglomerate, break a leg, bombs away. Step to us, you'll end up with some egg on your face. Modern day juice crew, straight from concentrate. Contemplate suicide, never life. Great, I'm on the subway, listening to Ganja K. Picturing the one who got away in lingerie. Coming to the show to maybe blow off some rage. Marmalade crews can't jam, get off the stage. Sorry, pal, but your corny style is not the place. Only chance you'll get a crowd to dance is on your grave. Picture blade hitting AIDS inside your blades. I don't know, I heard it through the grape like Marvin Gaye. Here, here, are you here? Are you hearing us? Here, here, are you here? Are you hearing us? Hearing us. Here, clear. If you don't understand us, uh, by a show of hands, yeah, who likes to throw yeah, their hands yeah. up? Here, here, are you here? Are you hearing us? Hearing us. Here, here, are you here? Are you hearing us? Hearing us. Here, clear. If you don't understand us, uh, by a show of hands, yeah, who likes to throw yeah, their hands up? I don't see a river. 
but you gotta be in denial. You couldn't call shots with a bar on speed dial. Meanwhile, over at Stately Berg Manor, find me creating insane, absurd banter in the back of a Mazda. Mixed liquor with Shasta, performing at your party with my d and your pasta. Ridiculous, flip scripts like a master. Will you make poor choices like a stripper named Gaza? Uh, thanks a lot, you your skanks monogamous? Nah, she handles sticks like Frank Mahovlich. Circa 6-9, the burners on the grind with the word to the goddamn bird on the rhyme. Yeah, I get mischievous. Leave it to the beaver kid. I keep it evil, can evil with the keto kicks. Always push the limits. Receive it for the evil dead. Sunny Jeeva Bruce Campbell. Give a f what people said. Hit with Beetlejuice. Less green on Michael Keaton. Head shrinking MCs. Lethal when you meet the shed is liquid MD. Creasing cats with needle treads. Sequel to the bees. Keep it mission. Leave it diva spread on the internet. Better yet, bring it to the and benefit from how the burner gets your vetted. Step back or get smacked by the pepper red. The etiquette is evident. I'm fed up like you never get. Don't understand what, what they facing. Ain't your burner. Can lose a beat, Mason.
Smell a sweet perfume. Now it's safe to assume that I may have just missed her. Figure she'd be back soon, so I stayed till noon when I found out picture. I don't want to write another tune of impending doom, so I better go get her. All right, my heart breaks for her. Although my mama said I'd be all right, ain't got the nerve to walk away knowing her mind is made up. And I just She's my favorite. Hey, I never let her go. I'm not going home alone. Not without my girl, no. Oh, even though we're whereabouts unknown through the night our own. Mama said, I'm not going home alone. Not without my girl, no. Oh, even though we're whereabouts unknown through the night our own. Mama said, you need to keep your heart loved. Cause you're the shining star I speak of Stay true and I and I Keep your chin to the sky Love is a game Now keep up, keep up, keep up Keep up Keep up, babe Keep up now, now Although everybody tell me she's not right for me I had to learn and stand to fight for what I most believe So when she push, I gotta pull her body close to me That's why me reaching through the night for any life to see So I don't wanna be the one to throw my hands up There's nothing left to do but motivate and man up I'm sick and tired of trying to fight the urge to stand up I never let her go I'm not going home alone Not without my girl, no Oh, even though we're whereabouts Unknown through the night our own Mama said I'm not going home alone, not without my girl, no. Oh, even though we're whereabouts, unknown, through the night our own. Mama said, you need to keep your heart love, cause you're the shining star I speak of. Stay true and I and I, keep your chin to the sky. Love is a game, now keep up, keep up, keep up. Black, 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 black
Oh, I'm a weekend warrior, no secret like Victoria. Turned up, we lie, you know, was us sons of sin, live in euphoria. Oh, I can't wait to touch down. Real hitters, all I keep around. Keep stunting, love to see you frown. I wish my ass could see me now. I think I might be on one. These haters off, they on none. Never mind, don't mind in my business. Problems like I do. I can do the impossible Every week, new obstacles I beat them all Let's make a toast to the weekend Who freaking In the club like we least it. She hit my phone, I'm leaving Summertime is that season She snapping pics, she teasing Calling me Urkel, I'm geeking My reason to be peeking Been waiting all week to sneak in To beat up that, beat up that beefing My week in love, it's all us I stretch it out like warm-ups Play with it like toys are us Then I ride like Metro bus Stun on these bitches, yeah, make them mad Got the groceries in the bag Money funny, don't make me laugh One more shot, then close my tab Oh, I'm a weekend warrior Nighttime is mine is glorious I ain't gotta drive, I'm getting live You know what's up I'm a weekend warrior Get fly, get high and pour me up I got my eyes glued all on you and that big butt I'm a weekend warrior Nighttime is mine is glorious I Ain't gotta drive, I'm getting live, you know what's up I'm a weekend warrior, get fly, get high and pull me up I got my eyes glued all on you and that big butt I said, we all tryna have a good time, let's live, don't put it on We all tryna have a good time, let's live, don't put it on We all tryna have a good time, let's live, don't put it on We all tryna have a good time, and gon' dance, yeah, move Class schedules, all that, it's the weekend we don't care what you teaching. Nine to fives, you earned it like the weekend. Money, money coming, money going. Going up, won't see my corner. It's okay, it's Tuesday coming. Near booty shape like an onion. I'm so glad it's the weekend. Friday, I'm freaking. Saturday, I sleep in to wake up and do it again. Sunday, forgive me. Hit the church, he preaching. Thank the man, thank the man. Next time I might need Oh, yeah. I'm a weekend warrior. Nighttime is mine is glorious. I'm a weekend warrior. Get flag and hide and pull me up. Oh, I'm a weekend warrior. Nighttime is mine is glorious. I'm a weekend warrior. Get flag and hide and pull me up. I'm a weekend warrior, nighttime is mine is glorious. I ain't gotta drive, I'm getting live, you know what's up. I'm a weekend warrior, get fly, get high and pull me up. I got my eyes glued all on you and that big butt. I'm a weekend warrior, nighttime is mine is glorious. I ain't gotta drive, I'm getting live, you know what's up. I'm a weekend warrior, get fly, get high and pull me up. I got my eyes glued all on you and that big butt. Get drunk cause she talk greasy to me What an altitude, this shit getting easy to me The last time I drunk some wood And I was out of my mind Tried to give me 20 years and that's a whole lot of time A married woman divorced her husband to spend the weekend with me He think it nasty when she But that sexy to me The last time I took some They took a in the hat Think they know about Gucci but they don't know the hat See all my ex Papa and 
online shopper. Thought I was a clone, they heard me speak prop. Convicted felon worth 10 million, I'm a well-known robber. Like Shadow know I got 10 chilling, yeah, L.O. my partner. Last time I took drugs, I just took half of it. Cause last time I took drugs, I had to smash it. And last time I smoked gas, I almost crashed it. Last time I took drugs, I just took half of it. Last time I took drugs, I just took half of it. Last time I took drugs, I just took half of it. Last time we took drugs, you just took half of it. Stretching out my jeans just to make cash fit in. Wake up every morning to some and grits. Raw dog on my face, I'm trying to have some chicks. P554. Zone six to the mo, the flame link with the fluff. Yeah, the sea that snow, going in all year. 300 plus days long, making money all year. Talking 52 weeks strong. Better back up, give me space. I want ice cream on the face. Going for railways on the case. Let me skate, skate, skate away. 720 with the grind. Let it, let it all fine. Last time I took drugs, I just took half of it. Last time I took drugs, I had to smash it. Last time I smoked gas, I almost crashed it. Last time I took drugs, I just took half of it. Last time I took drugs, I just took half of it. Last time I took drugs, I just took half of it. Time I went to Onyx, man, I ordered a door. Tried to leave with every big booty in the club. I bought a Rolls and a Lemon when I went to Miami. The last time I seen La Mama, she went wearing no panties. Last time I went to Vegas, spent 200K gambling. I'm just an Easter Lama, serving junkies and shambling. The last time I tricked off, I brought four to my place. They call me Gucci, man, Picasso, cause I painted their face. Last time I took drugs, I just took high. Of it. Cause last time I took drugs, I had to smash it. And last time I smoked gas, I almost crashed it. Last time I took drugs, I just took half of it. Last time I took drugs, I just took half of it. Last time I took drugs, I just took half of it. It's me, Alex Brooks, Who? the host of Cup Check Radio. Oh! Be sure to tune in every Tuesday and Thursday at 4.30 here on WODU.com or on Facebook at Cup Check Radio. So it's a show about peanuts. Flavor peanuts. For peanuts. Be sure to also subscribe to our podcast on iTunes for the best sports news. It is an experience. I've heard. It was quite the experience. Cup Check Radio, Tuesday and Thursday at 4.30. Can't wait. You're tuned in to WODU, the heartbeat of Old Dominion.
Macy's Backstage has everything to help you get a fresh start, including active gear from brands you love. Reebok, Fila, K-Swiss, and more. Hurry in and find the best booties of the season, starting at $19.99. And pamper yourself. Bring the spa home with fragrant candles, aroma diffusers, even salt lamps, starting at just $5.99. Best of all, look for incredible markdowns in every department all month long. Macy's Backstage. Off price, on trend, arriving daily. Find your store at Macy'sBackstage.com. Ever felt judged at the gym? You don't know how to use the leg curl machine. <laughs> Are you serious? Is this your first day alive? Um... <laughs> no, it's okay. I love helping people during their first day on Earth. At Planet Fitness, get energy without the judgment and join the judgment-free zone. Never intimidating. Always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. Get energized today during the Big Fitness Energy Sale for $1 down, $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, February 16th. See Home Club for details.